You could have been anywhere in the world, but you are here with me, and I appreciate that. I am your host, Rajon Lewis. Now, here on Real Talk Rajon, anything's available, so on any given week, we could be discussing anything from sports to music to politics. You name it, we'll discuss it. Now, for those who are new to the show, um, I break my show down really into sections normally. Normally, we start out with, you know, um, cheers, which is shout-outs to everybody who's doing great things. Like we see you. I'll tell, you what, I'll tell you what that I, means. I, I see what you, you, see what, I, you see what I did there? I you see, see what I did? You, you see? Did all right, all right, cool. <laughs> so the next segment is also um, current events and topics, and then the family slash relationship segment is what normally what happens. But tonight we're breaking protocol, and tonight we are talking about the end of the year. Today is December 29th, 2019. That means that in about two days, the clock's going to strike 12, and we will be in the new year 2020, the year of vision for those who are exogenically involved. Um, <laughs> I'm going to be taking that word from yeah. so I can sound smart. I'll do it. Find the do SAT it, words yeah. you just use. I'm just saying. Exogenically. I don't know, but I know in church they'll say, if I were to use my exogenical license, I would say that Jesus, if you have the, able, the ability to be able to break down words. Is that like Latin origin? I have no idea. I heard my pastor use it a few times and I thought it was really dope. I never use, I never use Facebook. You never use Facebook? I never use Facebook. This is great. And then, the one time I do use Facebook, I mistakenly click on the first story I see. <laughs> I went to high school with this person. <laughs> that's, why, that's why I don't use Facebook. That's, oh, this is going to be fun. So, Yo. Is that the uh, OnlyFans joint? No, right? no, no, no. I have no idea. Y'all are hysterical. Like. All right, so let's just get right into it, man. First of all, I want to introduce you to the gentlemen that are on my left and my right. Please introduce yourself to the audience for those who don't know who you are. Um, Michael. You know, one half of the children on the internet. Um, let's see, what else do you need to know about me? Uh, Columbia native. Um, let's see, two-parent household. Um, have my own household, blessed mm. be thee, wow. that has allowed such uh, blessings to come through because <laughs> I threw them up. That being that prayer that I brought up. And then guess what? Came down. And, Rain down and, and, in that fashion. In that fashion. I like when my blessings come down. I like when the drip. Thank you. This guy's funny. Like I told you, this would be a fun one. Who are you? Uh, my name is Byron. Uh, Byron Melvin. I am a Columbia native. Uh, currently reside in Charleston, South Carolina, North Charleston, to be exact. And uh, just here for a good time. So the children of the internet podcast, let's talk about that. Let's get into what that is. I want to talk about stuff, stuff. But first, I want to establish yeah. why you guys are here. Because first of all, I want to go ahead and just say, children of the internet podcast, probably pretty much anywhere you can find podcasts, um, they, they have one of the most amazing podcasts. I listen to them as soon as they come out. Um, Byron, I know Byron from Mentoring. Mm -hmm. He's actually one of the mentors of um, the Distinguished Gentleman's Club Mentoring Program, property of Low Country Youth Services. Shout out to you for doing that, yep. sir. He's also a member of Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated. Uh -huh. And... That's how I know him. Yeah. And Mike is the other half of the Children of the Internet podcast. Extremely dope fella. He likes to cook and yeah. do yard work and stuff. Yeah. And, he, and he's part of uh, a fraternity as well. Oh. Well, Betty Delta. Yeah. <laughs> What's that? Uh, <laughs> what is that? Right, go ahead and say it, bro. You might say it better. <laughs> nah, he's not. He's part of the fraternity as well, so that's cool. Yeah, so two fraternity guys linked up and yeah. did a podcast together, so. What yeah. is Beta Delta? <laughs> Listen, you might not want to say that too loud. <laughs> no, good, good things don't happen oh, to people that say that. Oh, true. The yeah. Benedict Delta chapter of Alpha Attorney Incorporated. Yes. Oh, okay. He's, he's Alpha. Yeah. No, why did you just say he's Alpha? 
Because your part is I Phi Lambda. Cause oh, I am. Because the thing about yeah. me, I'm Beta Delta first, then it's Alpha. Oh. Yeah. Segregation within no. the congregation. I see. Chapterism at its finest. I see. I see. I see. All right. So let's get into it, man. Um, I actually looked up some stuff that I wanted to talk about um, for the new year. Um, so I, I want to start with you guys. Like 2019, before we even go back, you know, reach back all the way back into 20, 2010. That's a long time ago. I mean, shoot. 2010, we barely had Drake. So, like, 2019, what, what's, what are you going to remember most about 2019? Can I say it first? Yes, please. Go. It was a trash year. Yeah. yeah, for music especially. Yes, yes. Yeah. I mean, uh, granted, all together. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, but I mean, there was still some some hits here and there, um, but for the most part, some of my favorite artists, and I think recently I finally compiled my best of, and two artists in particular, it just hurt me to say they were my meh albums of the year. Uh-huh. Like, Who that? Crit uh, was first. Okay, I'm I'm so sorry to say that. What was it? The Crit was here. What Crit was here. Crit was here. Yeah, yeah. it was like. No, Crit, this is this is not what we wanted. Mm-hmm. God, can we curse? I mean, they're adults to watch. Gosh darn you, uh, Rico Love, you ruined this album. I understand what you were trying to do of knowing for us as being a Crit fans to know what he should be in that branding of when people say your top three artists are Kendrick Cole Drake. Crit should be there too because he's he put together the, the yeah. same type of yeah. material yeah. quality, the whole nine. Though, but for this. It just it mm, 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 just didn't work, and then the second one was definitely uh, Schoolboy Q. Ah, uh, trash talk. That it hurt. I mean, yeah, I, I had my own little rant on that episode of. You did. I I I think I put my my own uh it, my conspiracy Joe hat on uh-huh. that one. Yeah, where I was like, it was either a money grab. He really didn't have anything together. He was probably just compiling some stuff yeah. together. Now, granted, he was still going through this going through the stuff of Mac passing. And the the whole night of of just trying to find that next thing, and mm-hmm. then I think when he finally got out of that funk, he finally put out uh was it Num Num Juice, which was uh, still a top five single for me, a video too. But I think once I heard all the every other single after that, I'm like, no, this is terrible. Chopsticks yeah. is horrible. Yeah. No, and it more so it's like you've done songs with Travis Scott before, and it's been amazing. Yeah. So how did we get? This and no, so so schoolboy Q and and uh, and Craig let you down. All right, who let you down in 2019? I mean, or who built you up in 2019? Like, go for it. I will, I'll start with you. I'll start with Nate. Um, (laughs) Chance Rapper let me down. Oh, yeah, Yeah, I mean, Chance Chance let everybody down in 2019, even folks that don't aren't Chance fans. I mean, he Chance is that one person I, I believe Joe Budden said in his last podcast where. It was like the safe rapper. Yeah. Like if you say you like Chance, like no one's gonna argue. With right. No one's gonna say, yeah. It was hard Chance to say. Yeah. Trash. You know. I mean, even if you listen to the episode of the Joe Budden podcast when Chance was on it, like it made you, it made you more of a fan. Of it did. It really did. Cause yeah, I was like, definitely. damn, I really like this Chance guy. Yeah. But Chance let us down not only with the album, um, but with the reception of the album. Mm-hmm. When folks said they didn't like it. Chance he got upset. Lit- he literally went on Twitter. Was like, so y'all just want me to kill myself? Kill myself? <laughs> yes, nah, he did. yes, he did. Yes, he did. If you didn't only, catch that, you need to check that out. So not only do I not like Chance anymore, I can't like he's in my in my eyes, he's irredeemable. Like you mm. can't come back from that now. Uh-huh. Like I'm never gonna forget about that because I'm like, if Chance puts out another album and gets like, you know, mediocre reviews. Yeah. In this sense, got in this case, it got terrible reviews. But if mm-hmm. it gets mediocre reviews, he's like, 
Is he gonna like kill himself? <laughs> like, yeah, I, I like, hope. I hope is he suicide does not. gonna go across his mind. Like, I, I hope. I hope it does not. He put no effort into this album, so he let me down more than anyone. Um, but music in general, like, let me down this whole year. I, I can't think of any. I discovered some new artists, but those were people I was looking out for. Yeah. You know, but like, so I mean, who who, who popped up to you? Uh, Kenny Mason, Baby Keem, uh, Duke Deuce. Uh, yes. yes, I've never heard of any of these people. Yeah, they, they sound amazing though. Th- throwing Doja Cat too. Well, uh, I, I, we discovered Doja Cat last year with with Moo. Oh, I'm yeah. Sorry. Well, I'm jumping ahead though, but yeah. yeah, I started listening to Rico Nasty this year, so I started listening to um, Tierra Whack this year. Okay. Um, I got more into No Name than I was in previous years, even though I've always been a big fan. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, I don't know Jeffrey. I've been in him pretty big this year. Okay. A lot of Memphis rap, but I mean, even with all those good things that happened, this was a terrible year for music. Like. It lost, was a bad year for me. Lost Nipsey Hustle. Yeah. Like Lost know? Nipsey. Yeah. So and And Nipsey he, became a superstar this year. Yes, yes. So he did both. So I believe with um with uh Marathon was well, Marathon, right? Mm-hmm. I believe with Marathon, like it was a great album. Like I'm sorry, Victory no, Lap. Victory Lap, Victory my bad, Lap. my bad. Yeah. Victory Lap. Victory Lap was a great album. And I feel like Victory Lap was the one that was gonna put him in that place where if somebody said, Give me some good Nip- Nipsey Hustle to listen to you would have had something, but I don't yeah. think Nipsey Hussle wasn't like at a legendary status at that point in right, time and right. everything. But he was definitely on the way, um, as you can hear with all the artists that put out music with him, mm-hmm. you know, before he died yeah. and all these tracks that are coming out now. Yeah. Um, but it's just he didn't have, you know, he, he, was, taking, he was taken away in the, in his prime, like he was on I, the verge. Yeah, and then, I agree. I agree. Yeah. He was right there. I mean, I think I think when when you look at you know Nipsey Hussle's passing, you look at I look at it more along the lines like like Big L passing. Yeah. Like everybody always says, you know, what Big L could have been if he would have lived. You know, people are like, well, Big would have been Big L would have been bigger than Jay. And I was like, well, what he? But you know, that's that's something. Now we never know. And I think Nipsey Hussle's really gonna fall into that because when people die, we automatically like yeah. God God them. Like yeah. people die and then they become rap gods. And then nobody yeah, else mean, can nobody else can be great. Like, oh, but you ain't gonna be Nipsey. You, you never will be Nipsey. Nipsey. You can't be pop. Yeah, exactly. Right. You're you not me. gonna break to the get culture with pop brought to the culture. I like, mean, how, the hell, how the hell I'm saying something? Something got me out here fighting ghosts. Something. Oh yeah, he said on four four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then uh, and then we lost Juice World as well. So yeah. Juice World, another artist who's like he was only what twenty one. He was really yeah. young. Mm-hmm. Really young. So he was on his way to die at some point. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. A lot of a lot of rappers that are on drugs are definitely like. Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah. Yeah, or the rappers that rap about drugs. Who knows, like, what he was really into in his private life. Yeah. It only revealed itself in, you know, his passing. Yeah. But at the same time, like, he had a lot of good hits under his belt. Like, yeah. he had done, like, some great... He had put out... He has a solid body of work mm-hmm. for such a new artist. Like, he already had that tape with... Uh, what, with Fu- yeah, it was with, with Future. Yeah, he had that tape with Future, which was which was pretty decent. It wasn't the best thing in the world, but it was, it was pretty decent. Those seem like two artists that would like Juice World reminds me a lot of Future mm. in a lot of ways. Well, I mean, I think, I, mean? I so. think, but I think that's by design, and I, that's for me. That's one of the really the developments of twenty, like from since twenty ten that that has really happened in music is really the development of drug culture, like the shift of drug culture. You know, you look at like back in the you know eighties of like we're gonna party, but we're not gonna use drugs, and then then in the nineties, then there were the drug dealers, mm-hmm. and then in like the two thousand like two thousand ten to now, like the drug like we use drugs, mm-hmm. it's our jam. Like that became like the way. I think there's. No, I don't think there's anything new under the sun. Everything works in cycles. No, so but but you didn't. But they the didn't, drug, didn't rap the, about the drug use. Drugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They rap about it now, but the drug uses aren't new. Well, they, no, no, I'm saying no. Coking, no, but rap. I'm not saying they weren't using. Yeah. I'm just saying the. I'm talking. I'm talking about the music. So I don't know. There was white lines. <laughs> but, but, 
But they were clowning yeah. it though. No, they, they weren't. They were like, I love using drugs. Tell them to smoke and crack. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. Giving it all back. Like they weren't doing it. <laughs> you know what I mean? They were, they were more coy about it. I mean, yeah. I'm just saying, <laughs> but I'm just saying, when you talk about the, the, the way the culture was pushed, in the beginning, it was, you know, it was like the like the old school, they weren't talking, like they're talking people using drugs. Like, shoot, uh, the message had people talking about, talking about drugs. Yeah. But they were talking like, yo, I see junkies on the street. This is bad. Yeah, now we're like, but, we're junkies. This is great. But when they referred, to, when they referred to, but they referred to junkies, they were talking about people that were like that couldn't control their high. They were getting high too, though. That's the thing, though. Right. But yeah. They, well, but, the but they just weren't rapping about. about they weren't glorifying. They right. weren't glorifying. Right. Like, I guess right. that's right. the only thing. But yeah, it was a lot of members of a big uh, rap group that was definitely putting a little. Little dust on their weed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I won't say what group it was though, but they feel free. We can we can say that here. Which group, which group was it? Do you know them? <laughs> I'm not Are they probably that. listening? Did they wear Adidas suits? Probably did. Are they oh, listening? Run DMC. You saw Wait, Run DMC. Say it. Who was it? <laughs> I was gonna say Run DMC, but I, it was definitely uh, what was it? A couple members out of Wu Tang was definitely doing. Oh, oh like, come on, yeah, come on. But I mean, yeah. but even that though, I mean, I, I think when you look at it, like this would go before, of course, 2010, but you'd be looking at, um, like the, that thing, like triple six mafia, like the first group I can remember that really, really glorified, it, like the like mainstream, yeah, that were like, yo, we stuff. doing this yeah. and we popping pills, we sipping lean. We're like, this is what we're about. Yeah. Stay trippy. Stay trippy, man. Get with us. Yeah. So, I mean, like, so I think really a lot of the artists and I'm, Bomani Jones talks a lot about this. He talks oh, about the fact that Bomani's well, dope. Um, he talks about the fact that um, that like so much of the artists that are, that have come out in the last year, two years, three years, really have that three six mafia sound. When when it comes when you everything from the beats to, to the cadence yeah. that they use. So uh, shout out to three six mafia for influencing the drug culture and for influencing the music that's being made in 20, 2019. I mean, three six mafia. Such I think a beautiful double edged sword. You really it have is. to be, you really have to know your hip hop to to be able to respect three six mafia because. Everything they did, they literally started it from the ground up. They didn't yeah. borrow anything from anyone. Of course, they got accused of it. They got accused Bones of stealing from Bone Thugs and yeah. Harmony. They also got accused of stealing things from other guys in Memphis and stuff yeah. like that. That's why they beat. Shout out to Tommy Rick III. That's why they beat mm. with so many different people. <laughs> um, but at the same time, it's like they started so many things from the ground up. Where yeah. it's like you hear a lot of samples that a lot of people hear, like use now, like yeah, ho, and all that stuff. It's like yeah. all that comes from three six mafia. Yeah, all yeah. So I think that's. That's dope, because I've been a huge 36 Mafia fan forever. No drugs. I'm not on any drugs. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, so just... This is a drug-free podcast. Yeah, just let you know, you know. <laughs> 36 Mafia... Until our podcast starts popping off. Yeah, it's like... Oh, yeah. <laughs> in there. Yeah. <laughs> on, 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 on the podcast? Yeah, just... <laughs> oh, no, let's talk about the day. It's like, wait till you tune into the podcast where we're just like... We just nodded off the whole time. Like, yeah, I said, thank y'all. Let's just... Sleep <laughs> It's like a two-hour podcast. That's hysterical. Like, it still got skits in it. Like, speaking at of, the right time, so, too. so speaking of heavy drug use, I'm going to sort of twist, twist it a little bit. I know we started 2019. We don't bounce around a little bit. I'm cool with that. Oh, yeah, so I just rewatched Wolf of Wall Street, um, which is actually one of, one of the movies um, that came out. I think Wolf of Wall Street came out in 20... Oh, yeah. yeah. Wolf of Wall Street came out in 2013, right? So 2013, mm. I'm like... The amount of druggies, like, I watched that movie again. One, the movie's amazing. It is. That's an amazing movie. Two, it's 98% true. Yeah. And you yeah. watch, like, you read about it and stuff. So, the story of Jordan Belfort, well, if you haven't uh, seen Wolf of Wall Street, it's, it's based amazing. off the, the the recountants from Jordan, Jordan Belfort. Yeah. So, I mean, how true can it be? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's sold. I mean, of course it's sold. Sell it's the Martin Scorsese. But it's like, exactly like, 
Watching Wolf of Wall Street, which I love that movie, yeah. by the way. Watching it, and then at the end, finding out, like, Jordan Belfort was, like, heavily, like, you know, and, like, they, they went to him to get the whole story and everything and yeah. from his own yeah. recounting of, like, how it happened. I'm like, yeah. So you think if the, if the, um, the agent would have written it, it came from a different angle? I think it would have been a lot different if you had a lot more people. I like, mean, he didn't put himself in the best light the whole movie. So, I mean, I if, mean, if it was like, look how great I am, guys. It was like, nah, like, yo, I'm a junkie. He still seemed pretty damn cool. That he did I seem pretty cool. He seemed like the coolest junkie I've ever seen. Yeah, <laughs> like, he, he, if you yeah. got to choose to be a junkie, you'll choose to be, be Jordan, Jordan Belfort. Belfort. I, yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Is there any junkie that you would rather be? <laughs> 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 no, that pretty much takes the cake. That's yeah, pretty yeah. much it. And more so the fact he's still here. Yeah, I think that's pretty much He, he made it. Yeah, he made yeah, it. Yeah. Like, if you were talking about junkies to be... I can't think of like, any other. What's... Was he technically? No, he was billionaire status, but he was—he was, he was really, he was really rich. He had, a, he had fun coupons. Yeah, so, fun, yeah, fun yeah. coupons. Yeah. So who used fun coupons? Joe Biden used fun coupons on that episode the other day. Yeah. The last one. Um. That. That's yeah. Fun coupons. If you haven't seen Wolf of Wall Street, that's one of the ones that I would recommend if you're if you're trying to you know see the best movies from 2010 to 2019 to 2020. I guess Wolf of Wall Street's on that list. But we're gonna you know stay right there. Uh, 2019. Back to 2019. What else? What else? Um. It was a trash year. I won in 2019, but... You won. I, I won in 2019. I, I think we all won. I, I sort of dominated 2019. I think yeah, I did. Yeah, I think um, I think 2019 started out kind of... Kind of rough, maybe. See, I got skinny, then I got fat later, so... Yeah. I mean, there was a win there. But you proved that you can get skinny. Pull the Oprah. Yeah, yeah, you show can, how I easy can it, can, it. It, can, mm-hmm. it can have. So. Look at that. Yeah, I'll take that W. That's a W. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to repeat it next year. See, look it's at that. Same process. Yeah. Yeah. Skinny felt like a so, good... So, so what, did you, what did you do? Um, let's see. It was a lot of this, which you can't see. It's a lot of my whole water fast, uh, pescatarian diet, intermittent fasting, um, giving up all of my vices, Drug and... <laughs> <laughs> and um, what was the one thing I implemented? Um, I kind of went plant based, but me going plant based was simply me uh, eating a uh, salad a day, just kind of trying to incorporate that. Mm-hmm. So all that mixed into one, and I think at my best was like around forty five pounds lost. Coming wow! Through. Yeah, so it can be done. And then I- I'm trying to challenge myself each each year and even more. So I think the new thing I'm I'm thinking about trying for next year is I'm gonna try I'm gonna start off with the plant base and I may do around um Lent time frame the um still with the intermittent fasting but I may try to do one of those I think it's the twenty four and one something like that. It's like at least one of those days out of the week you just drink nothing but water. There's no eating. And then Gwen Williams says, but that's smoked pork, pork butt, though. <laughs> Wait, what? Uh, who said it? Gwen Williams. Oh, shoot. I should have shot my sister-in-law. <laughs> so, yeah. They, they thank you for watching, Gwen. Thank you, thank you. So, they, uh, you know, of course, I grill, too. So, I mean, as we talked about, you know, I, I'm still nice with my smoker. So. Nice, nice. Not, I'm not saying I'm challenging anybody, though, but still, it's the one thing that I bring to the family. Byron can definitely attest to this, that I can stand with the get down. So. I bought a gun this year, so I'm nice to my smoker as well. Nice. Ah, <laughs> double entendre. I see what you did there. I see what you double did entendre, there. Double don't ask me how. Oh, come on, man. Come on, man. <laughs> uh, Gwen said you should go plant-based. Yeah, yeah, so... I'm really considering it because I mean it's to my benefit, you know. I'm trying to I'm trying to add ten years, ten more years of my life. So, so in 2019, I actually went to an event um, in Colombia. They um and it was actually catered by a vegan restaurant whom I will not name. Um, oh, and well, they're not they're not one. Nah, they they were they were um they were really they were their food was good for 
people who like vegan food. Oh. I didn't really enjoy it. It was, it, a, it was a restaurant? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. It's a Columbia. But it's, a, I mean, people who oh, do the vegan thing say it's really good. Wait, they um, got it's black owned. They, they have a food truck. They I have know a exactly thing. Yeah. About. So, like, this is, this is the, my problem with, with the whole plant based thing, right? Is you gotta, y'all, y'all have to stop trying to make it sound like it's the, like it tastes like the real thing. Because I'm gonna walk in expecting. It to be to taste like I want ribs to taste like ribs. I, I know the texture of ribs. I know what ribs taste like. And if you give me cauliflower that is shaped like ribs, I'm be like, what is this? <laughs> slap it, slap the table. <laughs> what is this? Now if you say this is a really good version of plant based ribs, then I'm like, okay, cool. I know I'm walking. In, but I thought this was great. I didn't know it was vegan food until I started eating it. I was like, mm. something's weird about this food. I don't know. Is this food bad? But I was like, I was like something. I was like this. I, it's, it's like it was supposed to be um, like sa- general style chicken. Okay. It was like a general style chicken kind of thing. Um, but I was like something's weird because I was expecting general. Like, if I would have walked into it, like this is gonna be Tastes like Brussels sprouts with hot. Sauce. Yeah, I was like, this doesn't taste something like the season. I don't know if it's a seasoning or what, but it just something is weird. The texture of this food is off. And um, then the lady got up and she's like, "This is all vegan," and I was like, "Oh, oh. this is the problem. <laughs> That's what's wrong." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but you do have some good examples though. So like, um, and y'all have the Impossible Whopper at uh, no. working. So did you? Not yet. I, so, good news. It tastes just as terrible as the normal Whopper. You don't like the Whopper? So, the Whopper's okay, but it's not, it doesn't taste the best. Oh, so not, I mean, it's not a restaurant-style burger. Yeah, yeah, of course. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, as, as far as burgers go. Yeah. But it literally tastes the same. Like, so indistinguishable. That makes me wonder if Burger King's actually using real meat. They may have been. So, you know, so I said this a while back, right? <laughs> so, now we're okay with people, like, using plant-based meat, right? Yeah. But if we were, like, if it was, like, 2002 and they were, like, all this meat's made out of plants. <laughs> we was throwing it on the floor. Like, nah. I, I knew they weren't using real meat. I, all along, I knew it all along. Yeah. This wasn't real meat. It's like people be scared for their lives. It's yeah, like that that but, 20, but 2020, man. 2020. Anything's man. possible in 2020, man. Like I don't know what's real, what's fake. Like deep, we got deep fake meat now. So <laughs> <laughs> come on. So that's the thing to worry about. Like. Respect, you pull up to uh, what's that fancy steak place downtown? Which uh, one? Halls. Halls Chop House. Pull up to Halls Chop House. There's a Halls next to now. Really? Yeah, it is, yeah. right? I did. Damn it, man. Good. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Next is probably going to become its own city. It probably will. It's, yeah. it's already, um, I think it's applied to be a town. It's going to be a town. Sheesh. Yeah. Is it next thing going to make Somerville look like West Ashley? What's the difference between a town and a municipality? I'm not sure, buddy. Yeah. I think and an unincorporated city. Well, I know that, like, next is already wired for, like, Wi-Fi is, a, is an entire... Sheesh. Yeah, because they have that, that gigabit right. speed Wi-Fi. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude, it's nasty. Dang, it's, bro. Yeah. What if uh, Nexton ends up, like, blowing out Charleston? Like, I mean, I already pe- live here. I'm saying, like, people just end up being like, you know, y'all, y'all gonna go visit Nexton and skip over Charleston. That'd be nuts. Take the entire <laughs> tourist industry from Charleston. That would like never Nexton. happen. Nah. You don't, don't, know, know, what, you don't know what Nexton's capable of. We don't have any beaches. You don't know what Nexton's capable of. can't get a beach. They can man-made be deep fake beaches. <laughs> no, man. You can't impossible burger your way out of this one. Listen, they ain't good. <laughs> Listen, when they make that man-made beach, when they knock out half of 26 and it turns into a man-made beach, <laughs> You'd be surprised. that stretches all the way to Orangeburg. We'll say it like this. You'd be surprised what you coos can do with money. Yes. True. Come on now. Be True. very surprised. True. All right, all right. So, 2019. So we talked about. So that's a big thing in 2019. Like 20, 2010 to 2019, we talked about like people like shifting their diets. 
There's yeah. been a lot of diets that have come out in the, like in the last ten years. Um, you tried your diets? Um, I mean, I, I think I tried like the keto thing. The keto? Um, a little bit, but Sam, shout out to Sam. Sam did the keto diet, and when yeah. we Sam and uh Juwan were both on the keto diet, we went to DC last year. Yeah, yeah. So Ricardo ended up cooking for me. So yeah. great. Shout out to Ricardo. Appreciate you, bro. Shout out to Ricardo. But yeah, so you tried the keto diet, right? Huh? How long? He's not officer anymore, bro. I mean, but that's yeah, not, yeah. Come on, man. Yeah. Come, right, come on, come right. on. All right, go ahead. What, what? But um, I mean, it was it was cool. Um, I think I would do it again. Um, but I think I went into it with way too much misinformation. Okay. Um, about like like the keto diet and ketosis and whatnot. Um, I was I was, I was giving recommendations like, man, you just eat a lot of meat. It's like, and by like week two, I was, I was like having headaches. I was like, <laughs> I felt weak. I couldn't like go to the gym or anything like that. And actually, it actually did kind of mess me up a little bit because I was going to the gym pretty regularly before yeah. that. Yeah. Then once I started to diet, I slowed down. Yeah. I didn't have the energy and whatnot. And I was like, it's like, ah oh, man, but I'm gonna look so good. <laughs> like, nah, Juwan does it though. Uh, Juwan yeah, does. Yeah, it. so Juwan's about it, but. If I went back and did it again, I would actually plan out my meals more yeah. carefully. Um, probably do a lot more like meal prepping, yeah. and actually make sure I get everything I need. Um, aside from calories, I will aside from carbs, I guess. But yeah, and then also you're supposed to like get these like these ketosis strips that you're supposed oh. to pee on, so Jeez. you can check and see if your body's actually in ketosis. That doesn't sound great. Yeah. So <laughs> that's not great at all. I mean, it doesn't sound great. <laughs> hey, man, but looking beautiful is looking not, beautiful, man. You know, it's, yeah, it's, it's not a pretty process. You know, <laughs> but it's about the end result. So, and you said you did a twenty-four plus one. Did you? Did you? Well, no, that's, that's what I was thinking about doing. Oh, okay. And so, um, just to, as an added challenge or something to do for my um for my lint time. But no, um, I think for it's really. I think it was 2016, maybe earlier than that, when I started just doing the top of the year fast, where I, it was more kind of slimmed down, no pun intended, of just doing, just, just eliminating vices and just trying to eat better. But like I said, I, I know for me, I wanted more of a challenge out of it just so that I'm more engaged with it and I, I can actually stick with it. And then I was told, matter of fact, it was that uh, towards the end of 2016, where a homegirl of mine, of course, just asked me while I was doing it. I was like, mm -hmm. just doing it, just lose some weight. But she was like, listen, shout out to Jessica. Make sure you do it with a purpose. Because remember, there's a spiritual basis to it. Right, so okay. I think going into 2017, that was my last year of my MBA semester. And I was like, well, let me, let me put it out there of saying, hey, I want to make sure I end this semester on a good note, positive note. And where there's no mishaps, because I've heard through other people's journey, whether it's grad school or it's doctor or whatever, where whether it's a professor that's acting kind of funny on you or your advisor acting funny, I was like, nah, I've come too far. I don't want no mishaps, so let me stay focused on this. And everything went well for me. It's like, and then through that, I had certain epiphanies that I that kind of came out of it. Like for one, where I knew for for damn sure I was spending too much money on dumb shit. Like, mm -hmm. Uh, like I said, just for my own vice, I was like, yeah, in, in a given week, I'm just pissing away this so much money where I could just be saving money on this end of it. Um, what was another thing that I learned that came out of it? Um, I think giving uh, generously without expecting anything in return, like with, with no strings attached. Mm, like, if you're going to do something, be as genuine as possible that's about good. it. Um, and I think for this year, the one thing that came out of it was learning how to maximize my time. Like, if you're already on the path of doing, if you're knowing, knowing what to do right, try to double down on that. See what else you can do to kind of, to maximize that. Mm -hmm. So you can get 
even more optimal results of whatever you're trying to shoot for. All right. So it's little stuff like that. All I see, right. I see your friends with the same girl I'm friends with. Who that? I'm just playing. Oh, <laughs> nah, I'm like looking at the I, stories. Bro. Like, like, I have, okay. Nah, I'm just, <laughs> no, yeah. I'm not friends with her. Yeah, I'm just playing. That is hysterical. Uh, so, no, so I'm, so for next year, hopefully, I get the same type of results. So just kind of. Get smarter, get wiser, and something something nice I can kind of pass down to the to the youths. To the here. youths, man. To the youths. So. Cool, man. So he talked about some 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 lessons learned in twenty nineteen. Mm-hmm. What's the lessons you learned in twenty nineteen? I mean, um, so I've always been like a huge like skeptic of most things. So I'm always I'm always seeking to like disconfirm things that I already believe. Right. Um, so I disconfirmed like a lot. So I think a lot of misconceptions go around about like certain words and certain things that people are just honestly afraid of so i learned more about about like how our bodies are supposed to work mm-hmm. and more about like what we eat right um so i actually you know like processed food right okay so processed food i feel like that's a like a some sort of like buzzword that, yeah. that folks use because it's like you know every food all foods you eat for the most part is processed like almost everything it has to go through some sort of process yeah. to me like you drink juice that's that's processed obviously mm-hmm. like everything you know and it isn't necessarily bad for you. It's just how we end up intaking that. It's all about how much you you end up eating because, you know. So that was important. Um, but if you're talking about important life lessons, I feel like most of my important life lessons kind of almost tied to where I am in life. And, like, you know, I turned 29 this year. And <clears throat> I know that maturity and growth doesn't necessarily come with age. But I always feel like, I've, all my whole life, I always heard that, like, once you get closer to 30, like, you'll start to become more wiser because you mm. experience more stuff in your life. And at this point, I've experienced so much. Mm. Like, I have become wiser. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and some things I can just kind of, I can see through certain things as BS. And yeah. As far as, like, managing money mm-hmm. and, like, how to, like, deal with family members that are asking for money. And, True. like, how to, you know, those sorts of things. I've learned how to deal with those things better. Um, and then when it comes to spending money on myself, like, Mike was saying he was spending money on frivolous things. I, too, was spending money on frivolous things, but I was spending money on, well, not necessarily frivolous things, right? I was spending money on things that I was getting, like, nothing back from mm. in no type of way. Like, I would blow all this money, and then, like, I would have nothing to show for it at the end of the day. And I'm like, dang, I still didn't end up getting the thing that I really want. <laughs> like, right, right, I just, right. I, you know, I just went out to eat a bunch of times, yeah, right? Yeah. So, um, so, like, this year, I really got into, um, or at least the past couple of years, but this year, more specifically, I really got into sneakers. Okay. Um, and, like, I know a lot of people are like, oh, you're spending money on Jordans instead of passports. But I, like, I don't care about it. <laughs> but, Do you, man? Yeah, but it's like, you know, that was something I enjoyed. So I was like, I never, I've never had, like, nice sneakers. So I'm like, you know, this year I make enough money. I'm like, why well, don't I spend money on My daughter got some nice sneakers. Yeah. She got the Jordan 11s. Oh, which, dang. Which Jordan 11s? The, the patent leather ones? The patent leather ones. Get out, bro. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> the patent. Oh, those. Oh, wow. Okay, wow. The black and red? The patent leather ones. The spring release? Oh, yeah. So, 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 one thing you got to know with me is, one, I don't care about shoes that much. Yeah, like, gotcha. two, I've never owned a pair of Jordans because I've hated Michael Jordan, like, my entire life. That's yeah. true. So... So what are those you got on there? These, so these are a little something. Those so, are dunks. So no, those are ones. Me, nah, yeah, I don't, these Air Force Ones. I love, <laughs> these are the only shoes I love. I love Air Force Ones. I love Air Force Ones. And I'll tell you, like, so I watched, I don't know if you remember the year that um, Panda came out. Come on, come on. Those are... I'm getting dunks, Bob. They're not dunks, though. Those are... Uh, SBs? 
I, it's Air Force One style, so I don't really care. About okay, it. cool. So I, like, I don't know what the Air Force yeah. is. But so I like, I love these things. Yeah. So like, um, I remember, know if you remember the year that um, Designer performed on the BET Awards and he did Panda. He mm-hmm. came out, he yeah. did Panda, and he had on these red Yeezys. They're all red Yeezys. I was like, these shoes are so dope. Red but I will never, ever in my life pay that amount of money for shoes. So mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to find some shoes the way I find shoes. So I was like, hmm, let's see if we can find some on Claret somewhere. Because... Finalscore.com. Shout out to Finalscore.com. Um, eBay's side site. Um, I go. I, I usually go there to find like like discontinued shoe models yeah. that are just mad cheap. So I go there. Um, they didn't have anything that I wanted, and I walked into the Foot Locker. Not the, yeah, the Foot Locker at the out, Tanger Outlet, and they had these for fifty dollars. Yeah. That's good, like, man. Like you found what's comfortable to you, huh? Find what's comfortable to you. That's what I. That's what I, I do. don't have to be. You don't have to spend a lot of money on yeah. shoes for them to be nice. It's all about what yeah. you like. Yeah. So like the most I'll pay my shoes. It just but, ends up being a bunch of dudes like looking at your shoes anyway. Yeah. <laughs> like, like ladies are never walking up to you like, oh my god, your shoes are my. my... Yeah. <laughs> I'm so turned on by I'm like, oh, oh my god. Ladies don't run me like Drew running down their chain. It's nah. like, oh my god, are those the Kyle Waffles? Is that the 2019 shoot of year? Yeah. Oh my god. I was about to go out to dinner with my husband. I guess I'm having sex with you now. Like, oh. He's broke, boy. He wears a blazer. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, so, you have it together, sir. So, yeah, I yeah. have no idea what y'all just said. It just sounds but good. it's cool. Um, so, another thing um, is, like, uh, positive affirmations. Right, okay. Um, so, like, my, um, so one of my friends, Shaquille uh, Fontenot. She, shout out to Shaquille. Shout out to Shaquille for listening um, and watching. <laughs> but, um, you know, she uh, she took a leap of faith this year. She's mm-hmm. been working in marketing, making, like, a ton of money right. working in marketing for the past, you know, so many years after she graduated from college, um, it's taken her across the U.S. and moved her from different cities to cities. Um, she was like, yo, I want to start my own business. Um, or at least I want to, like, go head first into my own business. So she literally like, quit. I mean, before she did it, she made sure she put herself in a good place yeah, yeah. to do it. Like, she went and bought a house, and then it's like, all right, cool. Quit her job, and now she's full-time, like, running her own, like, vegan catering company. Ah. Right here in Charleston. Yeah. What's the name of what? Uh, Fairy Fresh Foods. Very fresh foods. Very fresh foods. So I'm, yeah. I'm big on supporting people, man. Yeah, we shout her out when we see you. You did. You yeah. did shout her out when we see you. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, but I found that to be Children awesome. Children Internet Podcast. If you just got in, that's what they are. Children yes. Internet Podcast. Anywhere you can find podcasts. Sorry, I want to make sure I got that in. Yeah. And I thought that was that was big. Um, but one thing she's really big is on positive affirmations, like affirming things in your life. And like one of the things she's she kind of says constantly is like blessings fall into my lap. Like mm-hmm. our opportunities fall into my lap. And it's like like KJ also says it as yeah. well. He's like, shout out to KJ Kearney, it's the homie. Shout out to him for listening. And he says, like, you know, opportunities fall in my lap. And I feel like when I actually say those things, like, the things that come out of my mouth yeah. actually end up happening. Yeah, before. master so, professor. Yeah, so if shout I, yeah, yeah, so if I say these things, so I've been more careful about the things I say. Absolutely, about, I believe you know, that. Because I feel like in the past I've said things like negative things. Yeah. Even if I'm being like self deprecating, I'll yeah. say negative things and then. Negative things will happen. And yeah. I'll be like, what? <laughs> like, yeah. I'll be yeah. that, uh, what's that meme where it's like, like the, the confused Pikachu meme? <laughs> was like, I say negative things are gonna happen, then negative things happen, and like, right. confused Pikachu. <laughs> like, <laughs> what? <laughs> That's crazy. Like, well, I mean, I definitely believe in the principle, you know, thoughts become things. You know me, I'm a pretty positive person. Yeah. And like, but that's really, a lot of times when I'm doing that, and that, that's something I've, I'm, ever since, ever since I saw the, I watched The Secret, I, it went in 20, 
2012. I think 20, 2012, I was still working at AT&T. And, you know, you you watch The Secret, and they're like, okay, there's a secret to success, and it starts to become things. You know, what you put out there, the things that, you, you, that, that happen, you know, the Bible speaks about, you know, the power of life and death being in the tongue and all these different things. So, like, I definitely am a big believer in that, which is why you won't see me put a lot of negative stuff in the atmosphere in, in general. Yeah. Um, I, I definitely, um, I, I believe, like you said, I, I was, uh, in 2019, I also took a, a leap of faith, you know, a step of faith, leaving my job as a teacher. And working in, to work in the nonprofit um, sector so that I can better learn the things that I need to know. I also started my MPA this year, um, so um, it's it's been a big year for me um, as far as that goes. Just walking into things that I believe. Um, hashtag Faith Walk is something that I've been saying for quite some time um, because it, it's it's truly everything that I've been trying to do in the last few years have been trying to set me up for what is to come. Um, Low Country Youth Services is probably going to be doing some big things in 2020. I'm really looking forward to that. Um, just being able to walk and do the things that I love doing and not living my life doing things that I don't want to do. So if I want to do a podcast, I'm going to do a podcast. If I want to run a mentoring program, I'm going to run a mentoring program. If I want to start a youth team, I'm going to start a youth team. Whatever it is that I want to do, um, I'm going to find a way to do it and I'm going to find a way to, to monetize it because why not? Because why not? Because if, you, if, if you're not, you're pretty much just building somebody else's dream. You're building somebody else's millions. You're building somebody else's um, platform. You're building somebody else's something. You can build yourself. So you can brand yourself. You can be yourself. You can live your live your life. And that's that's what I got out of 2019. Mm, that's that's I like that. Thank I you. I really man. do. Because I know um, going back to the whole fasting and everything, one of the biggest things that came out of that for me back in 2017 was finding your own happiness. And mm. I know Byron gets tired of me talking about that, but it's it's one message that I hold near and dear mm -hmm. so heavily. <laughs> what did, what did I say? Because, <laughs> you know, I talk about a lot on, on the podcast. No, I love it. Because, like I said, it's one of those lessons that I learned from my mom, and it was so clear and vivid, of course, towards the end of the whole NBA process for me. And it, it finally just clicked where I was... Of course, you have that one achievement by, by getting it. But I started, of course, being a homeowner, actually finding things that I'm, I'm doing there that I actually love doing. Because mm -hmm. from that, I learned I, I'm more extroverted. I, I, like, I enjoy bringing people together in my own space, especially if we have a like mind or whatever. Mm -hmm. And we can trade ideas. We can trade just whatever, whatever, exchange with no type of contentiousness, but still leave on good terms. Yeah. But So I like just bringing that type of vibe together. And, of course, I like making sure that my home is an extension of me yeah. and people can point out certain things. Oh yeah, I like that. Oh, and we can just vibe all that and whatever, whatever. And from that, that's where the whole grilling side comes in because mm. I've learned, of course, over the years is that maybe it's my language of love is that I love doing for others. Yeah. So, and, if, and from that, I had to learn how to get good at it in order for people to appreciate it more. But it's that, that whole effort to wanting to do that. Be like, no, I want, I want to show you that I'm nice for this. I'm, this is me doing for yeah, you, yeah, and you yeah. actually enjoying it, and yeah. want and want to yeah. come back more, yeah. and just make sure that you're around that whole vibe. So it's little stuff like that that I'm learning. That's that's a part of my whole growth. Nice, nice, so. nice. 2019. That sounds like a really good year, man. Like to, I mean, even with even with like personal losses, like it's it's just it's just dope to see the 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 things that we got out of the personal losses sometimes. Um, you know, I even like the fact that you highlighted the fact you said, okay, well, I got skinny, and then I, I gained the weight back. Mm -hmm. But you identified the fact that. I got skinny. So I know that I, if, I, if I apply the principles, I can do it. A lot of people just be like, well, I failed because it didn't last. But that's, that's not what you see out of it. And I also think it's important that as black men, we, we, show, we show the world that we exist in that way. Um, I think so many times, um, and this is something I talk with DGC a lot, is the fact that so many times, you know, African-American men especially are shown in a specific light. We're hard and we're thugs and we, we don't care about this. We don't care about that. And the truth is a lot of these dudes are crying in the dark. 
a lot of these dudes are massively depressed because they have to put on this facade of something that they have to live up to when that's not their real life. The truth is that a lot of black men love cooking for their family. They love they love the opportunity to see a smile on somebody else's face because they did something for them. And you may not know that because that's not what the media is showing you, but I'm telling you that it's there. So that's why it's important, one, to, to, to have that, that, that forum to be able to say it. And that's one of the reasons I love y'all's show. I just want to go ahead and I'm going to go into that. We'll come back out. But like, that's one of the reasons that I'm such a big fan of y'all's show is because y'all really talk about stuff that people aren't talking about in a way that they aren't talking about it. So when y'all, even when y'all talk about like a video game that comes out, you know, because some one thing that they do is they do highlight um techno technology. They have the um. So I'm sorry, y'all. I'll, let me go ahead and go ahead and break out. You break out your sessions. <laughs> we break out sessions. So what? What are you? Right, so, what? 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 What's what the format? I right, so I'll, I'll actually talk about our podcast. So um, the podcast is the brainchild of Mike and I. The namesake actually comes from Mike. Mike came up with the name. Um, so it kind of started from uh years and years and years ago. I was unemployed after I um graduated from college. Like um. I worked for a company, and then for some reason they did major layoffs, mm. and they were like, "You." What's the name <laughs> of the company? I don't want to say it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You but know what you did? It, it wasn't a. It wasn't a large company. <laughs> it was. It was a local. It was a locally owned company. Yeah. But they had at least like fifty employees, and oh. they let go of twenty of them at the same time. It's like buying you off. So yeah, right. Um. So I was unemployed after that. So I had always like heard about like podcasts and whatnot. So first thing I did was like. I downloaded a podcast app. I didn't know what a podcast was, really. I, right. I thought it was just internet radio, so I didn't really care about it. So then after I started working out, I was like, I'm going to start, you know, staying positive and not crying myself to sleep every night. So, so I'm I, glad like, you did that. while I'm, like, working out on treadmill, I look up podcasts. I'm like, um, I just, first thing I search, of course, black podcast. Mm-hmm. I find this uh, podcast called The Black Guy Who Tips, right? I found other podcasts before that, like, um, uh, like, uh, like the popular podcast that everybody Joe has. Button, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, not not Joe Button at that point. No, no yeah. black podcast. Oh, okay. It there was all like uh, uh, like man talk and oh, and okay. stuff like that. Yeah. The Art of Charm and stuff like those types of podcasts. Yeah. Like yeah. the the really popular NPR and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Um, but I was like, I ain't heard no black podcast yet. So I t- I'll type black podcast, find a black guy tips. Um, a husband and wife, Rod and Karen, based out of uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. They were talking about stuff that I didn't know that, you know, you're allowed to talk about, yeah. you know what yeah. I mean? Because yeah. they were talking about really woke stuff, and I was like, dang, this really opened my mind. Because they were talking about every side of blackness you can think of. They were, of course, they were talking about, like, you know, technology, how it impacted black people. Mm-hmm. They were talking about social issues. They were talking about, like, they have a section called, like, gay news. Where they talk mm. about, like, the LGBTQIA, uh, like, black folks and, like, just how stuff that's happening is impacting them. Is impacting them. They had a segment called, like, Fucking With Black People. They had a segment called, like, uh, Guess the Race. They had a segment called, like, Sword Ratchetness. And I'm oh, like, wow. I love that. And I was like, dang, you, it's, it felt very, like, they just got it out of the mud. It was mm-hmm. like, hey, every day we're just going to come in here, record this podcast, and they do it full-time. Yeah. Like, That's what their full-time gig right. is. And I was really inspired by that. And that was back in 2014. I was like, man, I want to make my own podcast. So over there, I ideated and stuff like that. Years he and ideated, years, y'all. ideated. Um, years and years went by. Um, Knowledge. And I was like, man, until I can get like my own studio and stuff like this, I ain't gonna. I kept, you know, like basically making, creating the, the 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 buffer between mm-hmm. me and a podcast yeah. larger and larger. Um, so I started buying equipment in 2016. I bought like a mic and I bought like a digital audio recorder, a little Tascam. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember reaching out to this guy I worked with. I was like, hey, man, let's make a podcast. 
And uh, he was like, yeah, I'm down for it. I was like, cool, we're going to record on this day. But I got cold feet, and I was like, I didn't do it. But then he ended up making a podcast of another guy. Wow. <laughs> and they, they still rocking with it now. They got an even bigger podcast. What's it called? I can't even remember. I don't listen to it. <laughs> That's a great name for a podcast. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't listen to it. That's a podcast. Yeah, looking forward on Spotify. Right, right. <laughs> but it, but it's uh, this guy named Tyrone Graham. He's he's a cool guy. I don't have anything against him, but Tyrone Graham. All right, Tyrone. So I re- cool I re- yeah, yeah, he's cool. Um, so I reached out to him, and but he ended up making a podcast with somebody else. It's cool. I listened to a few episodes. I was like, All right, it's cool. Um, so more time passed, and I remember I was with my girl at the time, and I saw Mike at a what concert was that? Bun B concert. Yeah. So uh, I'm like at a Bun B concert. And I already knew Mike up to that point. And I was like, Mike, let's uh make this podcast, bro. I got an idea. Let's get together and we'll make a podcast. He was like, cool. And I remember he followed up with me afterwards, which kind of was like, okay, cool. This is going to be the guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then I remember sitting down like with that little audio recorder. Mike had bought a mic. <laughs> Mike bought a mic. Mike bought a mic. Bars. Yeah. We were setting up, recording stuff. I was like, yo, I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. We listened back to it, and Mike's like, "Yo, let's, let's rock with it." I was like, "Man, I don't like it." So we it felt like it was just one long drunken rant about nothing. Literally, we uh, listened back to it. And it's like people were like, "Yo, I liked it." And we listened to it. And it's like, what? <laughs> like, you know, it's, it felt like magic. We recorded it. But we, Chewbacca, though, what is right, that? Right, right. <laughs> we will listen back to it. And it just literally just sounded like we were just banging on the table the whole time, oh, <laughs> like man. yelling at each other. Yeah, it was just. You know, did y'all listen to that little brother album? Y'all hear the skit? It's like niggas, niggas. Oh, yelling. niggas yelling. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it, like, it basically just, just niggas yeah, yelling. Yeah. So, um, so I was like, man, we really got to work out a more something more well thought out. We got to get a format. We have to go into this with a plan. You know, I was thinking about like you know piss poor planning. You know, so I was like, if we don't go into this with a plan, it's not gonna be able to sound like how I'm envisioning it's gonna sound. And I don't think anybody's gonna want to listen to it, mm. especially the people that. We want to listen to right. it. Who's our friends? Right. You know, we want our friends. We want a podcast that our friends can listen to. Yeah. And they can also tell other people to listen to it. Yeah. They can also get into it. Um, so at the end of 2018, we actually sat down. We recorded something. I was like, I kind of like this. I like the direction we're going in. Listen, bye. And I think we were supposed to have an episode out by the end of 2018, but you know, come on. It was Byron. Yes. It, it, was, so me. Did, it, so, it was me. It was so me. It was Byron. So oh, it was probably on. like three let, months late. Let me just say the phrase of 2019. You know the vibes. You know the vibes. <laughs> you know the vibes. So then um, January 2019 came. And I was like, Mike, we're going to have an episode out before the end of January. So in classic children in that fashion, we had it out by February. Yeah, 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 <laughs> and yeah. I was like, you know, we're not going to softball it. We're going to go all the way. We're, like, we're going to get it. We're going to host it on a real like podcasting platform. We're going to have it on every major platform mm-hmm. so everyone can access it and stuff like that. And I was like, I don't want to pull in any like punches with it. Like we bought a real digital audio yeah. um interface. Mm-hmm. Uh, we upgraded our mics this year. We like, you know, I have real audio software. I use Adobe uh, Audition mm-hmm. um for, you know, our audio stuff. Well I, we use Audacity in Audition. Yeah. Record mm-hmm. Audacity and edit Audition. Sorry. I know y'all still are Still our process now. Our creative process. Hey, man. Make children of the internet, too. <laughs> I can give you the entire playbook for the New England Patriots. You cannot win a game yeah. if you don't know how to do it. Um, Talk about but, it. But the biggest thing that we found is that when we have fun writing about a topic and when we have fun recording it, we know like it's going to be good. But we never put anything out there until we're satisfied with it. Like yeah. we'll, we'll record and we're like, yo, Mike, I don't like this. So halfway through, we're like, we're going to re-record this song. We're like, yeah, we are. 
and then we're re-recording. It's like the best thing ever. So uh, exactly. Okay. Yeah. So it's been a journey. But it's your process. Here. I mean, it's yeah. your process. Your process. Yeah. Your process. Yeah. It's a journey. It's been a journey to get here. Um, going to 2020, our big thing is like trying to streamline our process board. Like us working, us both working full time, and then being active outside of work yeah. on yeah. various things, and also trying to be a better person to the people that love us. Like it's been, you know, it's been a, a juggling process, yeah. but it's yeah. all about the way we plan things. So that's that's the big thing going to that. So but we have segments. Yes. Yeah. We have segments. That's that's what I asked you about. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. But so you good though. But you I wanted to give the background. No, I love so, it. Go for so it. We have yeah. segments. So we all we um so we always start the podcast with basically like we do our normal like hey this is the children of the internet podcast. They have hysterical yeah. skit commercials. Yeah so we have um so matter of fact I was gonna say like yeah, that, explain that, that part. if you listen to the it's, podcast yeah. and you're familiar uh leave us a comment on your favorite commercial. Yeah 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 yeah, yeah. 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 um for those it's it, it simply came from us wanting to I guess find our own niche and how can we be creative in our own sense and it really I forgot it started with uh one idea that I had cuz I think I just finally figured out what uh gaslighting mean and I think I said uh gaslight industries uh, you have ideas and we think you're crazy. It was like, "Oh, snap. That was that was actually cool. Let me see. but from there, let me see how I can start wrapping that up and make more creative that cuz by no by no stretch. I know I'm no comedian. Brian, last time I checked, are you a comedian? Oh, kind of. Nah, so, but we have a a very similar sense of humor and just with our wit too. So yeah. it's from there well, like I said, it always comes with one little idea, and then we'll just start seeing how we can wrap it up and make it and punch it up to make it even funnier. So, and I think um, by episode three, that's when we finally started finding our groove and just saying, "All right, I have an idea. Let me see what. Let me know what you think about this. Let me let me know where I can kind of punch it up at here and there. Yeah. And then, of course, he'll do the same for me. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, it just kind of goes up from there. Mm-hmm. And then I let Byron choose if he which one which one should go first or how he wants to place it. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, yeah. I mean, and hopefully it hasn't been too edgy. No, nah, I mean, I think, I think, I think I do a really good job. Of, you know, it's not, it's not over the top. Definitely not over the top. I, I enjoy it. I mean, I can't listen to it with my kids in the car. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> but like, but me and my yeah. wife ride. I'm like, yo, we listen to the podcast. Yeah, but no. but that's so segments. I want to get through that. Now I'm talking something. Yeah. But segments. We have we see you. Mm-hmm. We yeah. see so you. We'll start with we see you. Yeah. So we see you is our version of black excellence. Um, the idea came from one year when I was at Afrotech. Um, Afro shout out Afrotech. Shout out Blavity. Um, so one year was on, I was at Afrotech and I remember um, a company I'm not I'm not gonna say which one they had like so tagline um, for their black employee network and said we see you and I thought about it, it was like man like the whole point of those conferences kind of like give a platform to these people who don't have a platform mm. these black folks that are in tech they don't have platforms like the Blavity is literally giving them a platform it's like there has to be some way to like you know take that back with me you know yeah. what I mean so I did take it back with me and I was like Let's incorporate that into our podcast. A way of like shouting out to people we know. Um, person I know Mike does his South Carolina State folks. Yeah, state needs a lot of more visibility because yes. I don't think a lot of people are aware of like the great things that come out of South yeah, Carolina State and their alumni. Out. Shout out to Henry Doctor. That's my so, wife's uncle. Oh, so there you go. Nice. So um so and I was like, man, but there's all these other black people everywhere that are like doing these huge things that no one's aware of. I, I remember the original thing that inspired me was like uh, Trey Parnell with Play VS. I was like, man, this black dude made this esports, like this esports program that you can adopt, and literally it becomes like a varsity, like sports program wow. 
if y'all if your school or your district or mm-hmm. your state adopts it. I'm like, that's amazing. Yeah. And it's made by a black dude. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? So that that was that was like the thing that like kicked it off in my head and we rock with it. Like right. and then there's there's the coffee. It's the shit that keeps you woke. Mm-hmm. Um I actually don't even remember how we came up with that. I was drinking yeah. coffee one time. Yeah, yeah we yeah. were. I was drinking. I was literally drinking coffee. What keeps you woke? I was trying coffee. to. Coffee. Other people can have the tea. Yeah, but we have the coffee. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was literally. I was trying to stay awake during the podcast. I was, uh, like, I was drinking a little bit of coffee, and I was like, you know what? Shit that keeps you woke. Tea is just other people's business, and it's our basically our life pro tips. Like, here's some things that. You should know. Yeah, you know? it's like the tech world. I know, yeah, like, yeah. I know there was one you, like, you got me, y'all got me really rethinking about the way, like, I tag in photos and stuff like yeah. that. Because, like, facial recognition. Like, y'all had, like, that's the one thing that I've gotten out of. I mean, that's like, why they, they, they're not, we want to believe they do everything just for the consumer, right? But we know that's not true, mm-hmm. right? So, yeah. if they give you the ability to tag people in photos, they're doing that so they can recognize who that person is. Mm-hmm. Eventually, they'll be able to recognize who that person is without you tagging them. Yeah. And that's so, what... You know, Google Google does that now. I don't know if you have Google Photos, but Google Photos does that now. Yeah. Like, I'll log into Google Photos and go get a photo from my old phone or something like that. And it's like, hey, are these two people the same people? Yeah. And like, yeah. And none of your damn business. <laughs> <laughs> but, and I'm like, yes, that is Byron Mill. Yeah. But we, but we we train those AIs all the time, especially with captures. Yeah. You know, it's captures like, hey, click on every photo that has a fire hydrant. Yeah. In it. It's like, that's not so they can prove that you ain't a robot. They're training. Yeah. Their their AI to Chain like be able to identify shapes and stuff Before like that of certain it, objects. Sarah Connor's out here trying to save the world. Yeah, at seventy eight years old. So, but that's <laughs> but but guarding our data and like folks not being aware of how their data is used on yeah. the internet is how is what drove the coffee segment. Okay. Um, but now we we definitely formed that into like different stuff. I think Mike's last one was like uh, was it about smoke detectors? <laughs> <laughs> all right, so the, all right, I, I say like this because as like I said, as it's starting to evolve, where as you see, Byron will do the more tech one. I do the more practical, like real world sense. Like the one that I did, uh, my favorite one was being a homeowner now. Okay. And then from my my experience this year working at Lowe's is where I'm taking my destiny in my own hands of getting some extra money, but on the same token, it helps me even save money in the long run because if I'm a homeowner working at Lowe's the best thing I can yeah, do because yeah, yeah. I may not know everything as far as I think the department I was working in was the indoor uh, lawn and garden. I'm getting, I'm soaking up as much game as possible that I can take with me anywhere and I don't have to worry about paying uh, people to do this for me. Yeah. I can damn near do it myself. So it's the whole nugget of do that because it saves you money. You can actually learn money if you're, if you're going about it the right way yeah. and you can be, be better for it. But I think, um, it's that, and then the thing of anybody that's either apartment living or home living is that uh, change your change your damn smoke detector. That beeping sound is beeping for a reason. <laughs> Especially if you record a podcast out of your mom's house, exactly. On your cell phone. <laughs> Just get a nine volt battery. Talk shit about me. Change, co- change your smoke detector before you talk shit about me. How about that? <laughs> it costs like around six, seven dollars for two. Yeah. Just change it. They almost free. You almost make money by. Changing your battery and your smoke detector. Exactly. I'm pretty sure they're like negative three dollars. It's like, oh man, I just like the ambiance of that beeping sound. Every no, bro. It just like, nah, it's like, it's no, that's cool. not natural. Yeah. you should go change yeah. it. Yeah. And see, like, so we, so upstairs in our house, like, for those that don't know, I recorded my house, but um, upstairs we have like really high ceilings. Yeah. And our smoke detector is like, oh, so you need like a, a what was it, like a, a nine foot ladder just to get to the smoke Jeez. detector. So it's it's nuts. So like. Our starts beeping, and like we have to get really annoyed by it before we do it. And since I'm not in the room most of the day, 
it's really not a big deal until it's like three yeah. o'clock in the morning. Like, but if you do yeah. record a podcast at your mom's house in the same room as the smoke detector that's out, change that smoke detector battery. Yeah, before you record that podcast. <laughs> I think what else did I say? I was like, oh yeah, uh, don't cheat on your barber. Yeah. Don't ever cheat on your. Barber. Mm. There's a whole episode of Atlanta on that, about that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. We go through a lot. We go through a lot of our barbers. Yeah, we do. Really, I think a lot of people don't really realize that. And you'll never really know, you know. And literally, like, the, your haircut can change, like, the way you yep. the way you look. Yeah. You know what I mean? Barber- like, baby, you don't... Barbering is a superpower. Yeah. It, it, is. Is. <laughs> it is. It is. It is. It absolutely yeah. is. Yeah, and I've changed hairstyles over the years, so I've had to change barbers with each hairstyle. Uh, so, yeah, you have to have the barber that is... Respects that hairstyle. You yeah, know, you don't. You don't want somebody that's gonna like. Yeah, that's my brother, my brother. Shout out to my brother. Shout out to my brother. Blazing cuts, Ricardo Lewis. We see you. Um, yeah. see how I did that. Yeah. So, that. so, so, um, then, but we also have the segments we don't really announce okay. that we, but it keeps us focused. So, yeah. um, so here's some little knowledge darts for y'all. So after, after, uh, so after we do, um, after coffee, we go into current events. So we do current events, and in within current events, we segue into the topic that we're going to talk mm-hmm. about today. So current events is always like, you know, hey, Mike, did you hear about impeachment or something like that or something weird? Yeah. You know, so we'll talk about stuff like that and kind of go back and forth for a little while, and then we'll go into the topic that we're going to talk about. Right. And we used to talk about that topic for like maybe like 15, 20 minutes, and then we wrap it up. Then we go into the, uh, what was the official name for it? The check-in? Yeah, yeah. it's our mental health check. To yeah. make sure that okay, good, so. that's good. And that's when we talk about video games and how we're doing our. Well, not in the mental health check though, but well, yeah. well, anything that's pressing to us. Like if I was talking about stuff either going on with the family or if anything that was going on with him, just air it out real quick, mm-hmm. and then hopefully we're better by it. Yeah, yeah. And then then going into the video game, and right? Music yeah, shit, yeah. So. yeah, yeah. Y'all always like close with like video games and music and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. And yeah, y'all have really good takes, and that's another thing. Like that's one thing I love with the Joe Budden podcast is like I will listen to the Joe Budden podcast, and then I'll end up listening to artists because I heard them talk about it. Like Snow Allegra, like uh, yeah. Snow Allegra, uh, Mac Ayers, people like that. Like people I started listening to just because I heard them talk about it. On yeah, TV. what actually inspired us, or what inspired us to put the the like the mental health check and the video game talk at the end mm-hmm. is the same thing that I'm guessing what inspired Joe Budden to put like the sleepers the sleepers at yeah. the end it's like if you don't drop off like this would be the point to drop off yeah. I, I don't want to put the video game stuff at the beginning you drop off right there it's like I don't like this you know? true but it's, it's, it's the, the video game stuff is definitely more niche stuff where it's like hmm I mean I want to listen to this which is, which is fine. Which yeah, is fine. Yeah. I would definitely appreciate if you listened to the majority of the episode yeah. and then dropped off. Yeah. Instead of listening to the first 10 minutes, you're like, nah, not for me. And then you drop off. I'm like, <laughs> true, true. Yeah. They but, say you lose people in the first so like, six minutes of yeah, your podcast. You know, most yeah. of the time you do. But what I find, like, especially when it comes to podcasting, and, and my my approach to this really changed. And I think I talked to you about this. Mm-hmm. When I saw, I watched, I, I one, I, I ingest. If I'm not talking, I'm listening. Yeah. Um. So I listen to a lot of information. I listen to a lot of podcasts and a lot of things like that. And I listened to um Joe Budden's podcast, his um his pull up with Russ. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have no idea who Russ is as an artist. None. Neither do I. He's a white guy out of Atlanta. Um, he proud, apparently has lots and lots of music, mm-hmm. but he he um apparently is like an underground artist like that. But he makes like five million dollars a year off of his music. Yeah. And what he said what he says is, it, like Joe Budden's like what you like, well what's your process? He says well, when I first started, you know I just started putting out music. Like I would just he's like I would the music wouldn't be the best music but he's like i put it out he's like but something happened and i put out a song three years later and 
people started listening to that one. Or what they ended up doing was when they listened to that song that they yeah, like, they went catalog. back and started listening to my, my the rest of my catalog. And they were like, and like he's like, now I have streams of revenue because of the stuff that people just listen. It's new to them. I put yeah. it out three years ago. It doesn't, I probably don't perform that song anywhere I go. Exactly. But people love stuff from my first album that I didn't even think was that dope. Mm-hmm. So for me, when I think about the way I do this, my process, it's, it's really a lot of that, man. Like sometimes I get up here and I think like, this episode's not awesome. But then, then, but somebody will be like, "Hey, I saw you. I was on a cruise ship. Yeah, legit, legit. I was on a cruise ship, middle, middle of the ocean. And shout out the cruise um, ship. Shout out the cruise ship. Shout out the carnival. Shout out to Club O Two. That's the cruise ship. Shout out to Club O Two. So cool. <laughs> but we were there, um, and a lady tapped me on the shoulder. She's like, "Do you have a podcast? Don't you have a Facebook show that you do?" And I'm like, "Yeah." I'm like, she's like, "Oh, she's like, I watch your show all the time." And I had no idea because like sometimes I'll get off here and do like fifty two views. And I'm like, I should be like oh, sorry, boy. I have a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was dropping my kids off like, on a cruise ship. Sorry, I have a girlfriend already. That's hysterical. I, so so, so she's like, but she's like, yeah, I watch the show all the time. I'm a big fan or whatever. We ended up meeting for lunch. She's not cool. But um, I, I just didn't say like like so that's really my whole thing about it. But like when I think about like you guys' podcast, like I'm just such a fan of y'all stuff. Like I really really am. And as many people like y'all as I can shine a light on, I really really want to because. Thank you. I, because one, podcasters got to support each other. Like, there's so, there's, I'm a, a member of a group on Facebook called Podcasts! Exclamation mark. And there's a lot of people just saying, hey, listen to my podcast, listen to my podcast. But it probably, I'd imagine, probably a whole lot more effective if people were like, comment on somebody else's podcast. Yeah. Like, listen to somebody else's podcast and give feedback on that. Because that's the, how we uh, all grow. We have the Charleston Podcasters group. It's a, they have a group on Facebook. Um, I found them originally through a meetup group before I ever recorded a podcast. Mm. Um, but, uh, yeah, they're worth joining up. Like, I think they've kind of slowed down now. Actually, that was that one group that was doing the uh, game night at, um, what's the spot? Um, hey. at, at West Ashley, right on Sanford. Uh, Miss Roses? Yeah, Miss Roses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. yeah that's right. Because yeah. when we first threw out the name, and the guy was like, love that name. Yeah. Hey, I was like, all right, cool. Yeah. We're going to be on to something right See? now. There it is. So, back to 2019. Check out Children, uh, Children of Internet Podcast. 2019. Biggest story 2019 go. I don't even say biggest. Most memorable for you. Uh, matter of fact, is <laughs> we should have said this in the episode. It's how the the year ended, and excuse me, how the year began, and how the year ended with lies, Ooh. lies, lies with uh, with Juicy Shmuye, Juicy Shmuye, and old girl was it Carla Sanchez, whatever. Oh, the kidnapped girl. Yeah, cause yeah. We we damn near call it in um episode two as far as our ad goes, the Simulet Institute of Liar Education, uh, specialized yeah. in uh, fabrications, falsehoods, and shit like that. So, yeah, we called it. Yeah. And she, clearly, she's a proud student. Mm. She really, she really learned. Yeah, and we're proud of that. Biggest story. Biggest story of the year. Man, I forgot a majority of what happened this year, to be honest. <laughs> if it didn't happen the past couple months. Because <laughs> so many things happened this year. It's like... Um, can you look them up for you? You can. Um, <laughs> because we were talking about something the other day, and I was like, that happened this year? Oh, the uh, Soldier Boy interview. Yeah, the Soldier Boy Soldier Boy! Yeah. Yeah. Big Draco! Yeah. Put that on Big Draco! That happened this year. Yeah, that like, was this year. So, for me, um, Lizzo, man. Like Lizzo. Happened Lizzo. Lizzo happened this year. Is that a pun intended for a big story? Wow. Bars. No, I did not do that. I did not do that. No. No, what I mean is like Lizzo as a, a phenomenon. Yeah. And I want to explain what I mean by that because I don't want to. Like I don't want woman right. phenomenon. The idea that what Lizzo is doing is somehow uplifting women. And if you criticize Lizzo's music or Lizzo in general, it's because <laughs> you hate 
women. Well, I think it was all right. So I don't. <laughs> listen, we can talk about this. We can do this. I have no problems with Lizzo at all. I think her music, I don't think her music. I think her music, is great. I think her music is fine. I don't. It's fine. It's not great. Yeah, no, that True Part song is great. It's not great. Anyway, True Part song is great. <laughs> I just say it's a hit. It's yeah. a hit. It's not great. It's a smash. It's a smash. Okay. Right. Um. So. Um, but I think what a lot of people are doing, I don't think that's what you guys are doing. I don't, I don't, do you have a thing as Lizzo? I don't, I don't think it's what you're doing. But a lot of people have uh, fat phobia, right? Okay. And so with that, they're basically using their fat phobia to like, as an excuse to not like Lizzo. So they're, and they're hiding mm. it. They're saying like, oh no, Lizzo's trash. She's annoying. She does this. She does that. But people love Adele. That's why she's the worst person. I'm saying but Adele doesn't celebrate being fat. Nope. Lizzo does. Uh, okay. Lizzo, well, she doesn't celebrate being fat either. Lizzo is a fat person that's obviously fat, but but is happy with it. But what, you can tell she people don't like seeing. That's where fat phobia comes from. People don't like. They feel like people that are like big. You should be. You shouldn't be singing about happy stuff. You should be singing about sad. Not stuff. necessarily. No. I'm not saying that's what you're saying. I'm just saying yeah. that. No. That's but what people I, that are I, fat I, phobia. But I think. But see, I think that's the problem. I think the problem is that that's the argument they're making. Is that if you don't like her music, it's because you don't like fat people. Like, I think that's of, nuts. I think that's a nuts a, argument. A lot of, I, I, is that her fans saying that, or just it's her, it's, it's it's her fans? Just, no, it's it's, it's 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 the 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 hive. But a lot of the, people, hive, the hive is like if you. The other day, I made a post. Okay. I was like, okay, I was like, I don't know. I don't know if I'm the only person to say this, but I don't think Lizzo's music's that great. And then like, it flooded my time. Like, oh, how dare you not like Lizzo's music? It's, like, it's not that great to me. I, I, I'm not riding down the street trying to hear that's not dope to me. I'm sorry. Now, I, I definitely think that there's a, a, a lane for it, but I, there's a, a, a place where you can criticize music without necessarily criticizing the person. Also, <laughs> it, I mean, <laughs> like, in today's time frame? So, again, I don't think that's what you're doing. I'm not saying that. No, I mean, I, I'd home. imagine that there are a segment yeah. of people who do that, but to, to, to assume that every the majority of people who don't like Lizzo's music is because they don't like big people is nuts. Some of her loudest critics are those people, right? So, are you a big Twitter person? Sort of. All right, so... The the perspective does change when you're on Twitter and when you're not on Twitter, but you see people on Twitter. Every, anytime Lizzo does anything, there's always some. If, if it's something negative, the first comment is like her fat ass. Of course she complained about her food or something like that. It's like the thing about when she had her butt cheeks out at the Lakers thing. It's like why her fat ass got on them. It's like it's always. Well, I mean, I it's think, like but, that's, just but went, that's mean. But that's social media. That's just mean social media. Social media is a mean, mean place. We all know that. Listen, yes. I which I, again, it's I understand that. Like, oh, his skinny ass, like that wouldn't it be? But that's not what people people wouldn't say that though. They would. People say like, damn, Rajan skinny ass. <laughs> Listen, all I'm saying is people have fat phobia and people are like trying to. Use not liking Lizzo as a way of just putting their fat phobia out there. If they were, if they said this picture is disgusting because she's fat, okay, cool. If you said I don't like Truth Hurts as a song, it's not because you but don't that's like. That's not what people are saying. Like you're saying that you're saying that, but it, uh, her, some of our loudest critics are not saying that. They're saying okay. like Lizzo needs to be canceled because she's promoting unhealthy lifestyles or she's promoting. I don't think I don't think her. But see, I think I th- I do think she. She, she, I do think she promotes unhealthy lifestyles, but not when when it comes to her size. I think she promotes unhealthy lifestyles in the same way that I think Meg Thee Stallion promotes unhealthy lifestyles. Which is twerking on the knees. Yeah, twer- not necessarily twerking. Twerking is fine. But I'm just saying, the, the, when I listen to the Meg Thee Stallion album, maybe y'all feel differently about it. There are themes in there. Huh? I thought it was a smash. It's, it, 
she talks about the same exact same thing on every every single song. She yeah. can actually rap. She's a oh, really yeah, good rapper. Yeah, yeah. Delivery. If you if you talk about like the the the, the elements of hip hop, like she's really good at three of them. The problem is the content is not there. Like she doesn't have the content and she can't tell stories. So, yeah. you, so you have a but problem a, against scamming, sir. Yeah, mm. scam mm. rap is a big thing right now. Exactly. Like, I think I think the baby also falls into that Meg the, Meg the Stallion yes. realm where it's yes. like he found like this is the music people like yeah. for me, and this is what I'm, I'm put out a whole album of that. It's basically all the whole his whole album should. Yeah, pretty much. It's just all should. I like the baby though. Yeah, and I think Meg the Stallion the same way. When I listened to her album, I was like, all right, cool. I have to be in a mood to listen to this. Uh, it's nothing I'm gonna vibe out to. I try I'm not gonna really vibe out hard. to the baby's album. I'm not gonna vibe out to it. It's gonna be something you listen to like on a Friday night when you're on the way to the movies, which to go see. <laughs> I don't know, but I, it's I, something you listen to see, on the way to the club or on the way leaving the club. I don't yeah. know. I, I I just I don't know, and I don't know if it's just because I'm a father of four daughters. Yeah, but it's just like I I I don't, and that's so that's why when people are like, oh well, you, you Lizzo, like no, I think Meg Thee Stallion, who is not a big chick. Yeah, it, I think there are similarities to me, and 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 so when I say I don't like the the Megan Stallion album, it's not because I think that women shouldn't twerk. That's that's not my issue. My issue isn't her size. My issue is that it's the exact same song for like ninety eight minutes. Like I I just can't I can't rock. Yeah. I can't rock with that. Now back to Lizzo, like that's so we go to the Laker game, right? Mm-hmm. Lizzo walks into a, a, a the Laker game with a shirt, and if y'all haven't seen the photo, y'all check it out for yourself. Lizzo walks into the Laker game. With a T-shirt, with intentionally, which intentionally is just a regular behind T-shirt yeah. with a hole in the back, with what's like her wearing like this with a kicks out thong yeah. thing, yeah. like right. But so, she, she had on, she had on like uh, what are what are the things called? And those things that you can see through, which is pan, not pantyhose. The what are like, not sequins. Uh, something not fishnets. Um, something like something along those lines. Yeah. yeah. So who Mesh something? Yeah. yeah. Who tights, can, who tights, could put tights. that? Who could do that? And not get criticized. Because if Rihanna does that, she gets criticized. If Beyonce does that, she gets criticized. I'm not saying you should do that and not get criticized. No, that's, that's my, but that, but I'm that, not trying to make but, that No, case. but that's my, that's my point. Because when people argue about that, they say, well, people are criticizing her size. No, they're saying nobody should do that. No no other... no other. Or, or, well, Prince had his butt cheeks out. Well, Prince was on stage at the Grammys. This is totally different than going to a basketball I'm not, game. I'm not trying to validate this behavior. I'm not saying it... That's my point. I'm not saying it's the thing that should happen. It's just, I'm not saying people shouldn't criticize mm-hmm. it again. I'm just saying a lot of folks. Mm-hmm. Who know, do and criticize I don't have it. the metrics on this. but yeah. that, have, you, have you done the knowledge? But they're, <laughs> take medium and look at, look, at, look at the think pieces. But there are people that are like, they are criticizing her because of her size. I think they're trying would, to hide it as a, they like, right. they're, they're worried about the kids, you know? Yeah. It's like those people, what is it, like concern trolling? Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm so worried about the kids. What about the I'm worried about her fat ass being in front of the kids. That's, I'm not, I don't right. hate her because of her size. And I'm I think that's despicable. And I want to yeah. go ahead and say that. Like, I, I, I'm very big on being clear on what I'm saying. Yeah. If you do not like Lizzo because of Lizzo's size, something's wrong with you. That's not a her problem. That's a you problem. But if you don't like Lizzo's music, that's yeah, absolutely it's, it's fine. 100% right. okay yeah. to not like her music. If like, you don't think somebody should walk into the Staples Center with with their butt out, that's okay. Now, if it's because they're big and you would rather see somebody smaller, then that's a you problem. You and this this is really hard. Very hard. Yeah. But uh, at, at the end of the day, right? These aren't things that we can police. Or it's it's a thing you should look in yourself. And like, why? It's like you've had people where it's like, I just don't, I don't fucking like this person. I don't like mm. them. And it's like. And what it is like, you, you don't like their music? It's like, nah, it's just, I don't like them. You should really be like, why don't I like this person? It's because, like, they're big and you just don't like big people? Yeah. 
Like, that's the case a lot of times. You see it. Like, I've seen a lot of people criticize people over their weight. Mm. Unjustifiably, like yeah, I you, agree. you see I it agree. like at, at family barbecues where it's like, hey man, you get, he getting kind of big, and he might he might need to go see a doctor. I'm like, you don't know. My grandma tells hell? me I'm gaining weight every time she sees me. You don't know what the hell's going on been. with them. Like somebody could be like one of the well, I can't say one of the bigger girls. I know a girl that's bigger than me. She's yeah. the taller than me. She's wider than me. Yeah. Low blood pressure. That's her problem. Mm. Low blood pressure. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, she doesn't have high blood pressure. She she's not pre-diabetic. Nothing. Like, she's perfectly healthy. Yeah. She's fine. But then you see people was like, oh, she's big. She must have all kinds of health but issues. I'm like, but but you, people do that all the time. But you can't. And we can't act yeah. like they don't. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. But I, I think what, but see, I also think that's a lot of the squeaky wheel gets the grease, like, like mindset. It's like, so the loudest people are the, are, are the majority? No, most Not times, the, most times the loudest people are the minority. Yes, vast majority of, of the times. So, but we put those people on a pedestal and say, "Well, they're the loudest, so they're the ones that we're going to represent. The one we're gonna, the ones we're going to address." No, we should act like those people are idiots because they're idiots. But there's also the thing of like the loudest people can influence other people, right? And I'm pretty sure you you can you can see this, but just because like you know, if you look on the internet, it's you, a shot. Oh. Yeah, if, <laughs> if you look on the internet, you're going to assume that you know. A majority of white people on the internet are all like alt right and racist, and they all voted for Trump. I think, and I, think Trump, I think Trump supporters are, are really the the biggest indicator of that exactly. Yeah, because there is a segment of Trump supporters who are white supremacists, but there are a lot of people who are not white supremacists who support Trump. They just voted for Trump because it was in their quote unquote best interest. Like, yeah, because yeah. they were going to vote Republican anyway, right. regardless of what the situation was. True, and I understand that. But then you, of course, you have the ones that are very loud, and it's like you know, build the wall. Yeah. Like, all Trump supporters aren't saying build they're the not, wall. They're, they're not. not. They don't agree with everything he says that come out of his mouth. But the the loud minority is who gets all the attention. Yeah. But that's you know that's not. I don't, I don't think that's weird necessarily because those people again can influence other yeah. people. I think there's a name for that. It's called like something, uh, acratic terrorism or something along those lines. Where look it up. Yeah, something along those lines. Some sort of terrorism where people. They can seem like they're joking. Like that's I feel like that's how Trump ended up getting in the office in the first yeah. place. You had a lot of people that were like joking about voting for Trump and yeah. building the wall to where it eventually just became real because yeah. people didn't take it seriously anymore. Right. The same thing about like there was a thing about PewDiePie. Mm-hmm. Like I know I don't know if y'all know what PewDiePie is, but My daughter does. Yeah, so PewDiePie. Ah. I actually like PewDiePie. Mm-hmm. I, I subscribe to him. He has like the most subscribers on YouTube, whatever, right? But he did this thing a while back. Um he's done a, a, a lot of things, mm-hmm. but he did a thing a while back where he paid some guys on Fiverr to like hold up these signs that kill all Jews, right? Uh, okay. And he was doing it as a joke, right? I don't think he really believes that people should kill all Jews, but then it became like a meme. Yeah, because I heard about that the other day. And when it becomes a meme, it softens the blow yeah. with people. Where it would have been shocking before if you saw a sign that said kill all Jews, but now that it's funny, and now that like somebody as big as PewDiePie thinks it's funny, it softened it. So now people are like, oh yeah, kill all Jews. And then in your mind, if you're like, you were already on the edge, like, yeah. Kill all Jews. <laughs> yeah. And Can you pause for a second. What's that? The thoughts and reflect uh opinions reflected wow. by <laughs> expressed by Byron Melvin <laughs> do not necessarily reflect the ideas and, and opinions of Rajan Lewis and the real talk of Rajan or Lou Legacy Limited Incorporated. Thank you. But I'm saying, like, but that's that's how you end up pushing those people over the edge, the people that were like, you know, I kind of was already on that side, and then you hear people joking about it subconsciously, you're now but I also think that in a way you like minimize you minimize a much larger issue, which is problematic. Yeah, I think that's really problematic. Yeah. Surviving R. Kelly, that was a big story. Twenty nineteen. Yeah, 
That was did y'all watch? Long overdue. No, I didn't watch that uh, BS. Yes. I watched it. No. I saw the SNL skit. I watched it. I saw that. <laughs> but that wasn't in the. That wasn't yeah. in the. That wasn't in the. Tell me the SNL. The Gail. The Gail King interview was not part of Survivor. Oh no, 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 no. That's no. a little bit that I saw. No, that. fam. Yeah. I, I I watched it and like literally. So I watched it. You know, because I I like documentaries. Yeah. If it's anything about like artists or anything, like I think I've seen every episode of Unsung things like that. Like nice. so, those those are my jam. So like. So I remember, okay, well, I'll learn more about the situation. I'll feel how I feel about it. Because I had heard about, you know, his problems, but I didn't know the depths of it. Into the second episode, because it's like a six-part episode. It's like... I think so. Yeah, it's like, so, into the second episode, it's like 1.30 in the morning. I literally pull out my phone and delete everything that included R. Kelly. Like, if it was featuring R. Kelly, if R. Kelly would not be produced, because I'm not going through the credits like that. But, like, any R. Kelly song... Does that include the Ron Isley, uh, Keep It Flowing? I didn't, I, don't, I don't like that song. Oh, okay. You didn't like that song? That's not my jam. But it's going to come on at every juke joint. I was at, I was at a, I was at a um, graduation party and it somebody put on Step in the Name of Love and, and I screamed until the DJ turned it off. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Did people join in? Yeah. See? That's yeah. what I'm talking about. He influenced them by being the loudest person. <laughs> <laughs> I was not going to do it. Yeah. The, the, it like, as, and I think, again, it's very reflective of the fact that I have, I'm a father of yeah. four daughters. Like that, to me, the most despicable. I could, I could go. Yeah, I could. I don't. Not. I don't care. Like, and I love so, like so, art, to me. And I have to say this: Chocolate Factory music. is still like one of the greatest albums I've ever heard in my life. I'm just never gonna hear them again for the rest of my life. Which I, is I'm sad. Willing, I'm willing to give that up. I'm willing to give that up. Like, I don't care about R. Kelly and no, his music. No, I think he makes great music. I can do the rest. Of, I can go the rest of my life without. Yeah, him. it's. I'm, I. I will be going the rest of my life yeah. without hearing him. Which is, you know, but that that was a big thing, man. Like that. <laughs> That 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 series, I I didn't know it would be what it became. Yeah. And season two is coming out next year. Yeah. Like, what are they gonna talk about <laughs> in season two? <laughs> the Gale interview and oh. the, probably the new developments now. Yeah, so. that lady bailing him out and yeah. all that. Which once again, I didn't know that you can try to get a refund on a bail. Yeah, you can. <laughs> no, I didn't know you could do that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know if he, I don't know if she could. Yeah, I don't know yeah. if she's gonna be successful though. I was like. Um, no, you put up was it a hundred thousand to get him out? I was say there was also the Michael Jackson documentary, which uh, ended he lived up, in Neverland, which ended up being like yeah, mad fictitious and a lot of yeah. What I think what the thing about that one though is that like the people who championed it are now getting backlash. So like Oprah, yeah, Oprah's getting a lot of backlash because of the, um, her support of the um, leaving Neverland. But the problem with leaving Neverland is that they wanted to put out a story without putting out anything to dispute the things like. Even like factual evidence that, that came out, they're like, no, nah, we're not going to include that because it doesn't support our narrative. Yeah. And I think that's the problem. When you talk about social media, you talk about um, the way the media is being used. Even when you talk about the Trump administration, the problem is that that you can't put make it a, a monolithic kind of thing where you're just putting out this information where anything that goes against, we're not gonna, we're not gonna, yeah. we're not gonna do any alternative sides. Any good documentaries always shows you the other side of it. Like mm-hmm. if I watched the Marvin Gaye interview um, thing that never talked about, you know, stuff he went through with his stepfather. It'd be like, okay, well, that's kind of weird. Or you go out... stepfather? His, his, I think his, his father... His actual father, father killed him. Okay. Yeah, yeah, like, imagine getting killed by your stepfather. Man, that's a hate When they see us, did you watch it? Nope. <laughs> I didn't see it. I didn't watch it. See, I... Um, I don't do... I don't, like, I don't do, like, sadness for fun. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of people are on that wave right now. I honestly just didn't want to watch it, yeah. to be honest. Like, I, I, I heard the story... You know, it's one of those things. I yeah. agree that the story definitely needs to be told, and, and shout out to Miss Ava Duvernay. Yeah, thank you, that. thank you, thank you for getting there. I just feel like it wasn't for me. It wasn't for me but, to fucking but no, watch. 
like, yeah, I, I wasn't ready to be triggered. I wasn't ready to be mad. Still not ready to do it. Yeah. But still, it's like, yeah. I'm glad uh, somebody of that stature were able to get their story out. At some point, I'm going to watch it. Um, it took me a while to watch 13th. So I finally watched 13th. Um, and I, I'm pretty sure gonna watch, I'm going to watch When They See Us at some point. Um, it won't be this week, though, because, yeah. again, I don't do paid, like, like fun, like, depression for yeah. fun. It's just uh, cool. What, Take A got sentenced to 44 years this year? Yeah, man. Yeah. Who's Take A? He did that shit. Take A 47. Um, <laughs> the guy that wrote the race, like, I'm trying to beat the case, case, but I ain't beat that case, bitch, I did the race. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> he don't know that. I don't know he don't know the race. How do you know that it's one of his niche songs that came well, out I, No Jumper? You know what I heard about about the, this year? Um, y and Y-N-W-M-L-E. W-M-L-E. Like, yeah, That's his boy. Yeah, like I, I, that guy is interesting. Yeah. So explain that to people who don't know who that is. Uh, y and W Melly killed his uh, two best friends. <laughs> Long story short, yeah, yeah. <laughs> allegedly. Yeah. I was allegedly. like, "What is that? Are we about to get his Y and W Melly outside?" <laughs> I saw the red dot move across the blinds. I'm like, <laughs> "Y and W Melly pulled up on us. He teleported over." Oh my God. But uh, Y and W Melly killed his two best friends. Allegedly. They made it. In, they made a song about it. Not only made well, he made the song before. And now it's double platinum now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was actually a pretty good song, uh, but that's, um, that's he made the song before. But murder, murder. he killed his two best friends what? and then staged it like a drive by. Um, yeah, that's terrible. Yeah, um, that's awful. What else? Uh, but yeah, Take A got sentenced to forty four years, never getting up. Takashi six nine this year. <laughs> what did he do this year? Takashi 69 you know, snitched on the entire industry after and he snitching on his homeboys. Listen. Even though they've been snitching on themselves for quite some time. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like I can't it can't be both for me. Like either he did the right thing or he did the wrong thing. Like uh, I can't I can't I, I don't I don't subscribe to street. <laughs> Street culture, yeah. you know what I mean? So, street dude. I'm not so, a street dude either. So I'm not going to be one of those ones that like, nah, snitches get stitches. I'm like, no, not no, 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 you no, no, need no. to tell. Well, I, I talk all the time about the fact yeah. there's a difference between a snitch and a witness. Like, like if, you, no. if you're not involved, you're a witness. Like, if I, if, if I say, hey, there's a kid selling drugs on the on the corner of my street, I'm a witness. I see the, if yeah. I'm selling drugs with the kid, and then I walk in the house, and I say, hey, there's a guy on the corner. That's not what he did. Like he got, he got, he got, he got, he got arrested for stuff that he, they did. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's a, that's a squad. Yeah, but it's like they were his squad. They kidnapped him. They, kidnapped they threatened him. to kill his family. Yeah. Like you know, yeah. is yeah, that just whose squad does that? <laughs> not squad? mine. No, that's fine. Imagine Mike does that. It's like <laughs> the kidnapper, the kidnapper. All of it. Oh. Mike just does all of it. And I'm like. Like, yeah, better, better hold me down. Yeah. On that. Like, but that's the code. That's the but code. Like, they got. But that, what what weird expectations is that? Like, what's the code they have for him? Like, like he has to go to jail for stuff they did. Yeah, and then he nuts. has to hold them that's down. Nuts. And like, nah, I, would, I wouldn't. Do, I would, anybody, anybody in their right mind, anybody you see criticizing him for snitching, they would have did these same. Most people snitch. Most people snitch. Snoop, Absolutely, Snoop Dogg. Oh, I don't do that. Come on, he's there. He had when did, Who did he snitch on that? So Remember the murder to, was a case thing? Look, look into the mic. I mean, look into the camera. Go ahead. Who, who did he snitch on? Go ahead. Yeah. The person that ended up going to jail. <laughs> <laughs> who went to jail for? What are you talking about? That was his bodyguard that killed people. that dude, right? Allegedly. 
So they was just exonerated of all charges. I mean, hey man, I, they was acquitted I, of all. I, charges. I have yeah, no. I didn't, I didn't read the documents. So, I yeah. I have no yeah. knowledge. All of I know, is, I ain't gonna speak bad on y'all, uh, Snoop. All yeah. I know is Snoop ain't in jail. <laughs> well, all I know is this. I feel like Kanye. Don't send shooters at my head. I, Jay, I know you got killers. Don't send me killers. All I know is that Snoop, man, I don't know. All I know is that Snoop somehow beat a murder charge. He got good I lawyers, man. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he got yeah. good lawyers. Good lawyers. Yeah. Best and, movie since 2010. And T.I. got arrested for, like, owning, like, hey. military hey, weapons. Hey, Best movie since 2010, <laughs> go. got out in, like, two months. Uncle Tip, man, I don't know muff, bro. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, Tip's gonna check our hymens next. <laughs> <laughs> that was a big story in 2019. Yeah. That was weird. Uh, Best yeah. movie since 2010. Go. Your favorite movie. I don't really watch movies. You don't watch movies? Sorry, I was playing. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, what came out? They had something saying in the past 10 like, years. Matter of fact, I know. I had the list of movies. I know out. the best movie that came out since 2010. God damn, Snow in the Bluff. Snow in the Bluff. Snow in the, the Bluff. Snow in the Bluff. That's the best movie. Because everybody was like, yo. Is this seen, real? Did this really happen? Like, no. It's like, no, nigga. It's like, yeah, I, I kind of want to believe it, though. Um, Moonlight was good. I didn't see Moonlight. Was that good? Yeah, Moonlight was good. Um, You know what? The Planet of the Apes series was really good. It was really, really good. Wasn't bad. It's my jam. It's my jam. I will say this. Uh, yeah, that was good. For, for our podcast, uh, we need the marketing team that Joker had. Because they, they did a well they really did they did a well executed job of playing into outrage culture yeah because yeah. especially especially for some of the terms that they were using because as we talked about in the previous episode we're talking about the uh, the incel guys saying that Joker was the the poster child for incel because he didn't get the girl and he felt sorry way and this that and I'm like what? what did y'all not see the movie but then when you start thinking about it, I was like. Yeah, that's some good marketing there because they, they, they fabricated a nice outrage. They that yes, uh, yes. But I, the thing the thing about the movie Joker for me is that a lot of movies are like like shock for shock and awe. Mm-hmm. The Joker took a situation that could literally happen mm-hmm. and made like. That's the part of the Joker that was really eer- eerie for me, mm-hmm. but I thought th- th- the movie was massively made. Oh, absolutely! I, 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 I agree hundred percent. I, I mean, shout out to uh, Joaquin Phoenix and shout out to Todd Phillips. Phillips. He's gonna win. He's gonna yeah, win. Yeah, uh, yeah, he's gonna he's gonna, gonna win big. Because I, I was just watching it again. Um, I think it was the other night, and I was like, yeah, they they killed it for that one. Because like I said, because of course I'm I'm a big comic fan, and I'm a, of course big Joker fan. So it was like I understood all the lore that went behind it as in regards to. The influences, as far as the story goes, I think it was Killing Joke, and I think it was something that's morally just mm-hmm. Killing Joke. Yeah. So it's like once you, it's like you see the movie and understand everything that's going. Well, hopefully I'm not about to yeah. spoil it for anybody. Yeah. So it came out. Spoiler alert. Whatever. So it's like once you see it and you start questioning, like, okay, so you can tell this thing, the stuff with uh, Zazie Beat clearly didn't happen. He, that was all in his head. Right. And then even going to stuff with Thomas Wayne. But if you knew Killing Joke, you know that Joker is a terrible. Well, he's a what's it? Impulsive liar. He, yeah. he he's terrible at narrating. Yeah. And then more so, the fact is that as far as his origin story goes, he he, pre- he, he prefers <laughs> he prefers it to be a multiple choice. Yeah. So it's yeah. like he can just tell even you on um, even on um the one with Heath Ledger. Yeah. Like they kept asking yeah. what happened to your face, yeah. and he yeah. has a different story than yeah, everybody talks. Right. So so to say that to say that whole movie probably never happened. Yeah. So that's why I was like, oh, that's so trippy. Yeah, that's no, so true. I like that. Yeah, I love yeah. it. I love it. I love it. 
The Room, obviously. Oh, best running, best that was, that was 20, that was twenty eighteen. It had to come out in two thousand ten, right? Because Disaster Artist came out in two thousand seventeen. Hold so on, the, which Disaster Artist? Ah, uh, yeah. So The yeah. Room had to have come out like. It was uh, 2007, 2005 when it came. Can out. you look up and see what The Room came? Uh, Savon, can you <laughs> Savon <laughs> and Scream Man, STD, Scream Man, Scream Man. If you don't watch JVP, like. You should. Y'all don't watch the pod. <laughs> you don't. You should. Don't watch uh, the let's pod. see. The room. Was it Tom? Uh, Two thousand three. Two thousand three. I didn't yeah. know it came out that yeah. long ago. Yeah. Tommy was a disaster artist. In my jam. Yeah. Me and my wife went and saw that. Like we saw. Like, like y'all need to see the room. Yeah. I watched the room. You seen? The I room? watched it on YouTube. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. It was like equal. It was like they did such a good job of they showing did. how terrible that movie was. With the making of like, if you didn't see Disaster, I went Artists, to the movies. That's, like, that's probably one of, one of the most underrated movies. I went to like, the movies to see the room. I saw the movie. Yes. Like, not, oh, you saw the room in the movies? Yes. I was supposed. I was, we were supposed they to see it last. Oh, was it last year or this past year? It was last. Yeah, year. last yeah. year. But which movie theater did you go to? Uh, was that the Terrace Theater? James Allen? Yeah. Uh, did they put, they put it on after the disaster? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. 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 like, there's no way the movie can be this bad. And it's that bad. It's that bad. It's that bad. Yeah. Well, what made The Room so popular is that um, one year, I feel like it was back in 2012, maybe? Um, Cartoon Network on... Um, oh, yeah. They did. On April Fool's Day. <laughs> um, instead of playing their entire Adult Swim lineup, so if you look on the TV Guide or whatever, or like the Guide, they would say like, "Oh, the Boondocks going to yeah, time." Yeah. Then follow by Family Guide, then you know, uh, yeah, everything else. It's like instead of those shows actually coming on, it was just the room back to back oh, damn. to back. <laughs> so you just go there, it's like, yeah, "Oh nice. man, the Boondocks coming on tonight." New episode of the Boondocks, the room. Back to back. That's nuts. It's like, why is the room movie so bad? That's nuts. It's like, oh hi, Mark. That's nuts. <laughs> it's tearing me apart. It's tearing me apart. If you haven't seen it, you, you'll get it when you see it. So, a lot of y'all won't. All right. <laughs> Let's see what we got. Um, but yeah, so I mean, it's a lot. A lot. Um, so I, I wanted to, I think that's all the topics we're going to cover. I know it's already getting late and you got to drive to Greenville. Sure. All right. So, let's go ahead and wrap this thing a little bit. Um, so, moving into 2020, what, what are you looking forward to? Of course, getting skinny again than fat. Um, let's see. Um, I like it. Of course, um, more episodes from the podcast. More creativity with that. Because I think we'll, after our listener review episode, we'll, we'll go ahead and close it out there and then start up season two. Nice. Sometime in the first quarter. And um, other than that, uh, new streams of revenue, as always. Um let me take my own advice going back from a previous episode and start really going more of that spiritual path and get right with that. Mm. Hopefully I can. About to open to make a church. Definitely. You should have exogenical license when you do. Actually, I'm actually already an ordained minister. <laughs> so what are you looking forward to in 2020? I, I am ordained minister. <laughs> I, I am. I, I would have brought my uh, my actual documentation. What are you looking forward to in 2020? I thought you did on your phone. I do have it on my phone, but my phone's on 1%. So. Oh, right. yeah. We don't want you to phone to die. Yeah. If you had an iPhone, I could just plug it up there. Yeah, but, but you don't. You'd be green screening. Go ahead. Yeah, so um, so uh, Children of the Internet Podcast will be a much more popular podcast next year. Definitely. Um, like, ex- ex- exponentially more popular. Like, people be talking about it, absence about it. You'll get recognized in places like 
Um, oh, you'll be getting recognized in places. Right? Oh, oh no, I, I already get recognized. Oh, places. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, come on, man. Yeah, you'll be getting recognized in places, Mike. Yeah, like, no, I heard that voice somewhere before. Are you? Mike, are you Creflo? So, so I'm lo- I'm looking forward to that. Uh-huh. You know, um, I'm looking forward to like seeing my fans out in public. Um, His fans, yeah. I'm looking just for-, for you. I'm looking forward to the children and that podcast being a stream of revenue. Like that's gonna be great. Dope. having that extra stream of revenue coming in every month yeah. and then it being something coming from something that we love. I'm um, looking forward to losing weight next year. Um, right. So that's that's gonna be great. Um, then, then getting fat too again? No, no. Okay, all right. Not looking forward to getting fat. I mean, I'm looking forward to. <laughs> yeah, so looking forward to looking forward to losing <laughs> weight next year. Um, getting in shape, lower blood pressure, lower stress levels. Um, looking forward to making more money next year. So that's gonna be good. I'm looking forward to. I get engaged next year. You know. Do it, man. Yeah, looking forward to going to Mike's engagement party next year. Engagement to the money? Yeah. I'm married. That's what I am. What, whatever. Whatever. Yeah. I don't know if y'all going to... However it ends up working out for Mike, but uh-huh. I'm looking forward to whatever... Whatever it's going to be. Things yeah. gonna be. Nice. I'm looking forward to celebrating a lot of... So a lot of my friends are... Um, they're having uh, their first child. Mm, so I'm looking time. forward to going to like a series of baby showers and Word. a series of like births for like guys at this point. Like it's not my homegirl yeah. or, my, or my brother. You yeah. know, it's like my homies are actually having... Stuff like that. So that's right. dope, man. I'm like, excited for that. That's um, a wave. Yeah. Um, excited for everything that's to come with all the other organizations I'm I'm a part of. Yeah. Um, Zafa Lambda. Shout out. Low Country Youth Services in the yep. DC. Um, you know, things of that nature. And then excited for all the exciting, but I know they're gonna be uh, ter- ter- what are you? Exciting but strenuous career changes mm. that are to come yeah, next year. So, nice, yeah. nice. Well, just want to keep traveling again because uh, I've been on a nice little run for these last two years ever since I got my passport. So I've been putting to good use, whether it be uh, uh, music festivals, catching Thank these uh, uh, carnival festivals, these uh, carnivals, just whatever. I just want to get time. out and uh, see some more of the world. I'm right. looking forward to visiting Will um, along with Mike uh, in California. Shout out to Will. That's gonna be cool. Go uh, see yeah. things. I actually got some traveling to get out of my way, you know. Here in the next hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm gonna go to Memphis um, to celebrate the New Year. So. Oh word! And then I'm gonna go and head out to uh, New Orleans. Word, yeah, that's so, dope. Yeah. Uh, as for me, uh, 2019 was dope. Um, I had a lot of highs, man. I've spoken about it. If you want to know about it, I actually talked about it on my podcast episode 38 special. Mm. Um, where I talked about my birthday. Um, and this 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 has been a, a great year of gains for me and for my family. A lot of personal, professional um, advancements that that I'm really proud of. Um, God has really really blessed my blessed me and my family. I'm really excited about that. 2020 man is just taking it to the next level. Um, being an even better version of myself. Um, not looking at anybody else's competition, but just seeing myself and trying to be the best version of me that I can possibly be. Whatever that means, professionally, spiritually, emotionally. Financially, I want to be the best version of myself that I can possibly be. And I'm going to do that in 2020. How will I do it? You got to stay tuned to find out. You got to stay tuned to find out. But thank you to everybody who's watched Real Talk with Rajon. Do some shout outs. Do that. All right. uh, Shout out to Miosha McDaniel. Oh, you know music? That's my girl. That's that's my girl, girl. I love music. Go ahead. I know she she watches us. She does? She's like, I saw you on there. Wow. Music. I love you. Please put out music. Please put out an album. 
Please, please, please. Oh, please. and some shout out Miosha Bidano. Shout out to the custom jar. Miosha, oh, shout out to Miosha's new business. So, yeah. yeah, so if you need flyware, you know, flyware, uh, similar. Well, I don't know. We ain't got on no custom jar stuff, but custom made clothing. Send me some stuff I'll wear. It's very dope. Um, Thecustomjar.com. Check it out. Yeah. Um, you get any shout outs you want to do? Shout out to Nis for watching. Thank you, thank you. Uh, shout out to Shari. Shout out to the bros. Um, let's see. Who else? Um, uh, Is anybody shout- watching that wants a shout out? I mean, shout out to our fans. And most importantly, because we wouldn't be here without y'all. Yep. Thank you so much. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And um, that's all I got. <laughs> I had to see how many people watching. Right now it's two people. Yeah. Oh, but man. but what happens is so like and I'm rapping, but so what'll happen is I'll go back and I'll look and it'd be like 300 people that watched. Damn. Like but it but right now it'll show me two and I'm like oh. okay cool. But maybe people will come in and go out and then they'll listen to it the whole thing later. And of course I put it on the podcast. So this will show up on my YouTube page, my all my podcast sites, and my website. So I I broadcast on over 13 platforms now. I think I think it's 13. But we'll see. All right. But thank you guys so much for joining. Thank y'all for joining me, man. Like, this has been really fun for me. I feel like I've been, a, this is like a, an unofficial Children of the Internet episode, and I was a part of it. So I don't have any commercials or anything like that. Yeah. But y'all are dope, dope. If you um, want to send me the WAV file, I'll upload it to our, our Podbean mm-hmm. account. Mm-hmm. I definitely would. We'll share you some of the money with you. I definitely would. Yeah. Thank y'all, y'all make money? I, I mean, if, you know, if we had made, the money we made next year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm here for it. Yeah. No, like, like I'm, I'm really a fan. I want to, I want to emphasize this again. Children of the Internet, man. It's, it's literally, and I don't say this because I'm friends with Byron. I say this because I'm, I'm, I'm a really big fan of the show. The first time he sent it to me, um, you know, he told me he had a podcast. And I was like, well, let me check it out. And I think the first episode I was doing was a Formal Fest episode, which to me is still the funniest thing I've ever heard. Like, I still love that episode. I still love everything that came after it. Byron, Byron will tell you. While I'm listening to the episode, I'm texting him all through it, like giving him my comments and stuff. I'm a big fan. I'm looking forward to seeing what you guys do in the future. Um, y'all are a wave that's coming, and they gotta get ready for y'all. I definitely believe, like what you say, as far as um, becoming more recognizable in the community and things like that. You guys, y'all, y'all gonna go beyond this thing. Y'all gonna be one of the top ones because you actually put time into the craft. And anytime you put time into the craft, you know that ten thousand hours thing, shout out to Malcolm Gladwell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's it's gonna it's gonna um, bring itself to fruition. So, shout out to them. Um, check out the Children of the Internet podcast anywhere you can find podcasts. Um, I listen on um, iTunes. So if you have Apple, you can listen to it there. Uh, Spotify, SoundCloud, Podbean, 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 Stitcher, Stitcher. Uh, yeah. Apple, uh, Google Play, Google Play, Google, Google, Google Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Yeah, Google Podcasts. anywhere Google you can Google find podcasts. podcasts. Yep. Check them out. They're dope, dope, dope. What's your boys' podcast? Uh, uh, colorful language. Yep. Shout out to my LB Sean Porsche. All right, so, colorful language. Check yeah, it out. Also, shout out to some other local Charleston podcasts. Shout out to the Coffee and Dutch's podcast, as long as, as well as Time TNL. Shout out to Bray Richardson's new podcast. Um, shout out to uh, the Brutally Honest podcast. And uh, shout out to Real Talk Rajon. Word. Yeah. No shout out. Shout out to the creatives. Word. Yeah. Shout, shout out, out to the creatives. Indeed. This was our year. This definitely, this definitely, our year. definitely is. Yeah. Well, thank you, thank you, thank you, and thank you so much for watching this week. Reminder that the show is now split into two parts. On Wednesdays at 7 p.m., I am interviewing my local celebrities, and on Sundays at 7 p.m., what was my normal live show? 
This week, I am actually not doing a local celebrity spotlight because I think it falls on New Year's Day and I'm going to be kicking it with my family because that's what we do. If you are doing something in the community that you would like a light shined on, please reach out to me on my website. That's www.realtalkwithrajan.com. That's www.realtalkwithrajan.com. And we, will, we can discuss getting you in the show. This and all my shows, in addition to the Car Chronicle series, is now available for your listening via Apple, Google, Spotify, and any place you can find podca- podcasts. You can also find it on my website, www.realtalkwithrajan. If you'd like to be made aware of when I go live, because sometimes it is unscheduled, please be sure to click on the follow or subscribe tab and turn on the notifications so that you'll know when something new has been posted to the page. In the meantime, please follow me on social media to stay up to date on what's happening with Real Talk with Rajan. On Twitter, I'm at Real Talk Rajan. On Facebook, I'm at Real Talk with Rajan. YouTube, Real Talk with Rajan. Periscope, Real Talk Rajan. Instagram, Real Talk Rajan. Feel free to leave questions, comments, or whatever else you'd like to in the comments or message section. I really love I really love reading your messages, even when they're negative. If you listen to the show, if you watch the show and you like it, say, hey, Rajan, I listened to your show. I like it, and here's why. If you listen to it and you hated it, tell me, Rajan, I listened, I hate it, here's why. Because I don't want people to just tell me how great I am. I want to be the best that I can be. And I can only do that with your help. I am also currently accepting invitations for speaking engagements and event hosting opportunities. If you would like me to speak at or host your event, you can request me through my website. You guessed it, www.realtalkwithrajan.com. Always remember, God is everything and without him, we are nothing. So never forget where your help comes from. And if a man doesn't stand for something, he's bound to fall for anything. Now that's real talk. I will see y'all next week. Peace.